No, I'm done. I'm done. Let's go, boys. So I mean, I got, I got tea. I got tea. Fucks. No, we're not. Will somebody ask next time? Why do I have to be the one to be like, you what's happening? Ask, and then you made coffee and then went to pour it out and vomit. And now we're back. Well, and no, someone started a conversation <laughs> about Star Trek. And then we all get sidetracked. We could have started. Go ahead. Let's start. I'm sorry. Jesus Christ. My coffee is the impetus for this rabbit hole. Yeah, just go ahead. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He's stacking papers over there. <laughs> He's a guy. I'm getting my affairs. Harumph. Harumph. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the IO Panel Podcast. This is episode 114. I'm Evan. I'll be your host this week. Joining me, as always and forever, co-hosts James <laughs> and Mike. How are you guys doing? I'm good, man. Having a good time. Pretty good. Pretty good. Always and forever. Yeah. Are we common law <laughs> wed now, by the way? Jesus. Like, has it been long enough? Yes, it has. Make up our own rules. All right. Well, when we when we all go live on the compound, we'll definitely be common law. Then. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> what is is that a cult at that point? Like, where does the that line is definitely that's one hundred percent a cult? What if we go can, live on the compound? Yeah. Can we classify as a religion? That'd be great, actually. We get around a lot of rules that way. Yes, we could. Our god is technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'll we'll have our guy look into it. Our relig- our religious law guy. All right. Tax well, guy. Yeah. Good to be back. Um anything you guys would like to report from goings on last week? You make any stupid purchases? Have any good food? Go out to see any uh hang out with friends, whatnot? Hmm. Mm. I bought I've bought everything I needed for my beer blog. Hmm. I need to build the light box and then I'll be done. And I was supposed to do that this weekend, but I jamed it and became a very lazy person. So I'll did work on watch, it today. Did you watch thirty nine hours of YouTube? Um <laughs> and or play sixteen hours of video games? I played about five hours of video games yesterday. Actually, I probably played about 16 hours of video games during this week, actually, like a fucking savage. And I did a fair amount of... Uh, what else have I... I watched uh, the the second season of Glow, which is amazing. It's so good. Do yourself <laughs> what a favor the fuck to is see Glow? It. Oh, my God. Okay, so time to go down this rabbit hole quickly, just for a second, briefly. Okay. <laughs> When I was a kid, there was a wrestling show on called Glorious Women of Wrestling or Gorgeous Women of Wrestling, okay, or Ladies of Wrestling, GLOW, okay? It was on Saturday afternoons right after WWF or before WWF. This is back in the days of WWF having, like, uh, wrestlers, like, they'd come in and, like, between every match they'd have an interview and they'd have a fight during the interview, you know, um, like, like, but, oh, you little hulkster or whatever. They'd, like, yell at each other between the announcer and stuff like that. So they had these women wrestlers and they did, it was basically the same thing. Um, 
I did not love Glow, but I watched it as a kid just because it was like during my like wrestling two hours of wrestling I'd get every weekend. So I'd watch it like after cartoons, it'd be wrestling, then then on with my day. So uh, Netflix has done a show kind of covering recovering Glow, and uh, but it's it's like a fictional reinterpretation of Glow in the eighties. And it kind of it kind of reimagines like the characters and all that stuff, but you know what's really interesting about it is they have they basically took they did parallels to most of the main characters. So like uh, there was a character called Colonel Nunuchka, and they remade her into Zoya the Destroyer. <laughs> um, it's just a bunch of like you know hyper racist, hyper offensive characters, you know stuff like that. Britannica, the the genius, <laughs> the genius, uh, whatever. Uh, anyway, so these girls are all actresses, and it's about their life and they're how they're trying to be wrestlers, but be actors at the same time, and how they learn how to wrestle and all this kind of stuff. And it's it's pretty good, uh, fun to watch. It's a good time. I mean, uh, funny as hell, and it's full of hot chicks, and there's some nudity. Uh, not. Allison Brie is in it, but not Allison Brie, but there's another chick, the other main character. She is fully nude in the last episode, and it's spectacular. My God, well, it's amazing. Did you see the first season? Yes. Okay. Well, Allison yes. Brie is at least topless in the first season. Yeah, yeah, there is a fair amount of that. I don't remember, but yeah, I, I'm sure that, that that's the case. If but, you happen uh, to care. I didn't realize it was loosely based on reality. I just it thought is. it was all made up. No, it's loosely based on reality. There was a glow is a real thing. Uh, and I don't think, I think they're able to use it again because nobody owns a trademark anymore or something, but it only lasted like three or four seasons. You know, mm-hmm. as a kid, it seemed longer than that, but it wasn't very long. Um, and it was pretty much a flop, but I thought it was an amazing thing. And I think the show is really good. And it's kind of like, it, it it it's a it draws a sharp parallel between women doing things that we don't think men, women should traditional, traditionally do in a uh, in in a in, in back in the eighties back in the day you know what I mean so they're trying to fight against like this male driven industry and trying to trying to connect you know with an audience of kids and 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 adults you know in a time when. People weren't just weren't watching women do that kind of stuff, you know. So it was, it's interesting. It's a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. I I, I binge watched that whole fucking thing this week. Um, actually, all last night. But yeah, it was good. <laughs> now you have to wait another year for season three. That's how it is, man. That's that's yeah. the torture <laughs> of been watching. You love it because you can get it all, but you hate it because you know there's no going back once you finish. So you need to find like 52 really good shows so you can just binge watch an entire season of one every week. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be really nice. I'd be happy if I could just get, uh, you know, uh, I'm a little depressed. You just told us that Star Trek Discovery is not coming out in 2019. Um, and a lot of the shows that I'm really interested in to binge aren't coming back anytime soon. So wait on Game of Thrones right now. Just do like Final Evan season. and I. Just keep rewatching yeah. old shows. Yeah. Watch Westworld. So confusing. So confusing. Not great. Is that? I think that's one of those shows where people say it's great because they're too afraid to say they don't understand. No, it was legitimately good until the last like three episodes. The last three or four episodes, actually, I'd say the last, the most recent season, has sort of spent a lot of time jumping the shark and being odd. 
but it it, it really has. Ugh, I don't know how to say it. It's it's just not. It, it's the first season was full of like their hallmark was kind of the twists and turns, and then it became like I don't know. It became more based on that. Like they just kept doing twists and turns, twists and turns, twists and turns. But at the same time, they were revealing everything. So I don't know what they're gonna do. This was supposed to be the takeover show. This was takeover for Game of Thrones. So, but but the way it looks now, it doesn't look like they could do that. It doesn't look like they could possibly do that. You mm-hmm. know, I don't I don't know how they could possibly take over for it because it's very it's baffling. They they've kind of done everything they can to sew up all the loose ends and end everything. I don't know where it's gonna go from here, except. I guess it'll take them into into the new world doing whatever. I don't know. It's fucking odd. Who knows? Enter a portal to East World where everything's opposite. Well, no, they're they're so as the, you guys don't don't care for spoil this, right? You don't you know you know it doesn't matter. No, yeah, I mean, so, is it based on the movie? Uh, it's not based on the movie, like, not at all. Okay. Um, at the end of the thing, two of the androids or three of the androids get loose. And they leave, and they're on mainland China, and now they're free, going off to do whatever. And, like, one, two of them are like, we're going to go do whatever, and the other one's like, I'm going to stop you, you know? And that's Mm -hmm. how it ends. So I guess the next season's going to be about them, like, you know, they're trying to shift it, shift gears, because they can't keep doing the same thing in the park, in the Westworld Park, but, eh. I saw a movie... That was exactly that plot you just described on Netflix. Was it horrible? I mean, it was some kind of B movie. Um, it wasn't that bad, though. I can't remember anything about it, like who was in it or anything, but or what it was called. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, it was okay. I Solid mean, endorsement. Yeah, I mean, this is like. This was good. I mean, the twists are legitimately good. If you want to see something and you can binge watch the whole thing and you don't have to wait for it, it's worth it. If you have some time to blow, it's not bad to watch. But it just, compared to Game of Thrones, it's not as good. It's just not, it doesn't draw you in. It doesn't build a big enough world. You know, they have opportunities and they lose them or waste them, you know. Anyway, I'm sorry, Michael. How was your week? Oh, it was good. Um, I found the movie. It's called. It's sorry. It has Bruce Willis in it. Nobody worth mentioning. I didn't say that. I said I didn't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Vice. Does not sound familiar. Yep, it's got two stars on IMDb. Four, I'm sorry, 4.2 out of 10. <laughs> is that 2 out of 10 movie? Is it the lowest of the low? Yeah, just about. 4.2 is pretty bad. Yeah, there. Thank you. Um, so anyway, my week was okay. Uh, nothing nothing earth-shattering really going on. Um, Put up your dartboard yet? No, sir. Do it. I'm trying to still... Work out where I'm going to put it. On the wall. Make it happen. Mm-hmm. In the living room. Above the cat's couch. Yeah, I was thinking about in the living room, actually. Somewhere. But... I mean, it could only go a couple of places. Maybe at the end of the hall. 
So take a tape measure and find out the regulation distance and put it somewhere where you can stand that far back. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that that would narrow it down to like three possibilities in your apartment. It's seven feet, nine inches. Okay. That's how far you need to be from the dartboard. That's, or that's as close as you're allowed to be. Yeah. Presumably you could stand 10 feet away if you wanted to. That is true. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you again next week. Fair enough. What about tuna salad? You make that? Tuna casserole? Tuna casserole. There you go. It's like, what's your favorite salad? Casserole? Yep. (laughs) A mix of of casseroles. Tuna, mayonnaise, and salad, and throw it on the floor. Yep. Put it, top it with some nice oven baked lettuce. Uh, actually, he takes he takes the, he takes that he takes that whole mixture. He puts it inside two flat containers, and then he wraps his fist and he dips his fist in it. <laughs> you know, and that's how he goes into combat. So like, like, I was like, just like Jean Claude Van Damme, just like Jean Claude. Like, see your mom going to the Kumite. Yeah, <laughs> like hand, hands covered in casserole, Ugh. like and glass, like what? <laughs> yes, great. Yeah, no, nothing, nothing much going on here. Uh, just you know, just making it, surviving. Mm-hmm. You know? Okay, that's really it. I had an idea yesterday about sort of uh, peer pressured self improvement. See, so we tried that, but it doesn't work. What did we try? Well, just calling uh, each other shitheads. On Tuesday, Google Chat, we were, we were doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, right. Oh no, classes. no. Okay. Okay. Yes. And then we did Thursday, which no one comes to. And right, you know. there's been a, a lapse in attendance over the last month or so. I understand. I apologize. I'm guilty of it too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not saying it's just you. It's all of us. But. Okay. So I'll expand that into broad. You know, more than just like take a class or keep your house clean. You know, it could be anything. Like I could challenge you. To put your dartboard up. That kind of thing. But it's something that like I challenge you to do, and then you can you return that, you know, we'll we all go around like a weekly or a monthly thing. And if you don't do it, you get shamed. Hmm. Okay. I'm not proposing anything we start right now. But you know, I thought of it yesterday. It's like James, your task for this month is to do this, and then like you tell me what to do, or you tell Mike, and then you know everyone has a task to be completed in a certain amount of time. Sounds good. I'm down. Ideally, for the betterment of their life. Let's go, boys. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> for the, I didn't realize that came from Little a pump. shitty mumble rapper song. Yeah, a little pump. Oh, Jesus. It's getting <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So let me before we go on, let me just <laughs> I I'll be honest with you, I'm obsessed with internet culture. Okay, in all levels. Whether it be like some meme that pops up on VR chat or some weird uh hashtag <laughs> on Instagram. I sent Michael a, a thing I found earlier today. 
Um, and I can't remember what I found that I sent him, but I, I was like basically sitting on the edge of the bed. I got out of the shower, wrapped in a towel, sitting on the edge of the bed, going through all of the Instagram because Instagram lets you follow a hashtag. So I was going through all the Instagram hashtag, the hashtag Desposito two, <laughs> which is a huge internet meme right now. So, dude, that is a good time, my friends. That is a great way to spend your weekend, man. Desposito two, look at that hashtag. It is so enjoyable. Um, yeah, and also uh, Ohego, Ohego. That's a good one too. That's uh, something else, but. You know. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I was like, please spell and elaborate, but maybe yeah. uh, some other time. Yeah, that's NSFW. But yeah, that's a yeah. Uh, either way, very good, uh, good way to spend your Instagramming time. Uh, I just love how me I love memes, man. I love memes. Memes are the best thing in the world. There's, I'm so glad they existed in my lifetime. It's wonderful. Like the internet has allowed us to connect comedy on a way that is like next level. Oh, dude, you know? man, people are. People are funny as fuck and they're crazy. Oh yeah, everyone's yeah. crazy. We all think that we're like, oh, like I'm the crazy one. No, no, everybody's nuts. <laughs> like, what did I send you, James, the other day? It was something on Reddit, and it was like, comment, comment, comment. Then it was like, but does she fuck with the war? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, do that. <laughs> I'm always seeing shit like that. I'm like, yo, these guys, these guys are crazy, man. These guys, are, these boys are nuts. <laughs> I forgot what I was watching. I was, like, I was watching some fucking Instagram, some live show, live video. Um, it was like a, a like a, someone, I don't know. She was twerking. No, it was these Spanish girls all doing, they're playing, they're in leotards doing Twister. Um, and I don't know why Twister? I was... Yeah, pl- playing Twister. Playing Twister. I don't, I don't know okay. why I was watching it. I guess I'm a pervert. I just clicked on, like, it popped up, and I was like, who is this having a live show? Sometimes I ignore them, but most of them I ignore them, but this time I just clicked on it, and it was in playing Twister. And right when I clicked on it, someone put Desposito 2, and then, like, 17 other people were like, Desposito 2, play Desposito 2. I was like, what the hell? Jeez. Yeah, it's just a fucking the memes are fucking live, dude. I just I'm having a great time, man. I, this is a great time to be alive. It is. You're right about that. Evan, even Evan's getting into it. Finally, it's about time. Not, not Desposito too, I don't think. At least not no, yet. No, but they but... they all interconnect, man. It's a puzzle. Well, that's true. You find one rabbit hole and you just go down, and you it, it links. You know. I mean, I think Evan knows more, way more about this shit than I do. Most oh, he probably does. Yeah, it's James, then me, then Mike. Evan's like the back channel connector. He knows all the like underground shit. Yeah. We I'm need a four like, channel. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> you guys are like, that's from like four years ago, bro. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm always behind the times, but I'm I'm catching up. I'm catching up. Just skip skip ahead. Just get be get current. Yeah, I found this, you know, whole thing called Reddit. It's yeah. crazy. No I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm like, going on that more now. If you've never seen it, it's too old. <laughs> the new shit you'll never see, so just accept it. <laughs> right. It's like trying to watch all all content on YouTube. Yeah. Impossible. Just take the L. Mm-hmm. Give up. That's it. Yeah. So Evan, how about you? Anything going on this week? This past week? Well, as I mentioned, 
uh, last show, there was a new mouse coming out, so I did buy it. It's the Final Mouse Ultralight, Ultralight Pro Phantom, um, which unbeknownst to everyone except the company who made it, is a one-time production, so I'm glad I did buy it. Their other mice are, you know, they were restocked, but this one will never be restocked, so I have another collector's item mouse. Hmm. Along with my uh, one of 10,000 Razer Boomslang 2007 Special Edition. Or Collector's Edition, rather. I bought that. That's still in the tin. Oh, yeah? Yep. Um, and since James was talking about gaming for a long time, that reminded me <clears throat> that, like, fr- I guess Friday night, uh, right after work, I was like, you know, I'm going to play some Quake. So, like, midnight. There's people online. Old Quake or New Quake? Uh, old Quake. It's Quake Live. I got on the server, did some old uh, some clan arena. It's my mod of choice. I was having fun, looked at the clock. I was like, wow, it's 5.21 a.m. Holy shit. I was like, eh, a couple more games. <laughs> looked at the clock again. I was like, oh, it's 11 a.m. I should go to sleep. Oh, boy. <laughs> the old love stayed true, man. Yeah. That's how it is, man. <laughs> So, yeah, that has not happened in a very long time. Hmm. Yeah. You're back in your... How Stella got her groove back, huh? As Whoopi Goldberg says, you're yeah. back in the habit. That's right. <laughs> there yes. you go. There you go. Yeah. But nice. that was fun. Nice. Yeah, I had to replenish my salt, you know? So, <laughs> do some online gaming. Replenish my salt. There's salt in the air. There's salt in the walls. Yeah. There's salt everywhere. You're breathing salt. You're shitting salt. Dude, James, do you watch any Fortnite streamers? Uh, no. Okay, so there's this one guy named Dr. Lupo, and uh, he plays with Ninja a lot. They're, they're you know, both funny. But his, one of his um, Twitch, like, alert sounds, he's, he picked out from a documentary about salt mining, and it's like, down here, salt is a way of life. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I have someone. There's a, there's a that video is on our Discord, and it gets posted okay. quite often. And it's like, yeah, it's like down here, salt is a way of life. And then there's like, like every you breathe in salt, you exhale salt. He's like, you when you blow your nose, salt comes out. There's salt on the walls. There's salt on your floor. Salt's on your clothes. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> in 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 the salt mine documentary, like when you look at it through that that lens, you're just like, oh. But when you look at it through gaming, you're like, this is hilarious. Hilarious! Who never did yeah. this? Is a genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's funny. Hmm. I'm trying to think if anything else happened. Nah. Any good food? I was thinking about food, and I was like, oh, I got like Uber Eats, like from some uh, burger place. That's pretty good. It's called Backyard Burger. I think it's it's a chain. I know for sure, but. I don't think it uh, extends much out of the south. Hmm. Oh, James, I saw a Mission Barbecue on Rockville Pike. Um, yeah, they're 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 around. You've both eaten there, right? I don't know if it's not at that one, but yeah, I don't know if it's that great. The place we had, place we went with uh, Ed was amazing. That place oh, was great. Oh, you like that? Oh yeah, that you didn't like it. It's fine. You didn't like it because Ed took us, right? That's why you didn't like it. Yeah, exactly. What does he know about barbecue? No, yeah. <laughs> Marylander. He's not a is Marylander. My, is, is my personality rubbing well, off? Well, maybe he is now, but 
Yeah, like ex Navy people don't know barbecue. I heard you say it. Like That's someone, right. someone relatively close to you suggests something good, so you automatically refuse it. Yeah. No, it's fine. I don't. I don't. You know, I'm. Maybe I haven't been to enough places, or maybe I'm not in love with that kind of food. I don't know. Uh, that uh, Mission Barbecue is okay. Don't get me wrong. Um, but to me, they're like famous Dave's and that's not a bad thing, but it's not like, uh, it didn't blow me away. The other place that we went with Ed was, was pretty amazing. It was pretty amazing. Do you remember what it's called? I don't because it was that good. I had a food coma when I left. (laughs) You just blacked out from all the flavor intensity. I just sent you guys the link. There you go. Thank you. The one time I went to Mission Barbecue, um, a friend of mine got one of their like daily specials or weekly specials. They rotate something, and it was a smoked ribeye, and that sounded really good. So if I ever go back, I'll probably see if I can get one. It might. I'm not sure if it's a regular menu item and just you know special price at certain times, or if it's only offered like on special. It's my only experience with Mission Barbecue. All right. Fair enough. I went to a Korean restaurant. Uh, was it Friday night? So you have the full Korean barbecue experience? No. Have you ever done that? Yes. Seems like a lot of work. A lot of waiting. Well, there's no work on your part. At least not when I went. But the, a lot the of waiting. People, the people cook it. Mm. You don't cook it. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, not too much waiting. Not any more than any other restaurant, I guess. So it was. I liked it. I enjoyed it. That the time, uh, the once or twice that I've done that. Okay. It was a good time. Oh, oh, oh! oh, oh. Speaking of that, Woomi Garden gone. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. They've been gone for like a year. Didn't know that. That's the place in Wheaton. You're the one who brought it up originally. Yeah, we talked about that. That's the place we all went in Wheaton, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I knew. I didn't know it was gone. I thought we went we, there and it was going. We but. talked about it several times, and last time we went there was a Spanish, Spanish like some Spanish thing. I don't know what the fuck okay. it is. I was like, it's Spanish conquistador outfit. No, I'm pretty sure it's like I, Irene 38 or something. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> something stupid. Oh, did they move? Because it's, it's, it's like that, another pupusa restaurant. Did you ever go to those restaurants that were, like, in the parking lot around that area? You know what I'm talking about? No, I, I never have. I know what you're talking about. Okay. I went to the chicken basket place once. Chicken basket mm. is great. Uh, when I was a kid, I used to go there all the time. they just take that chicken, fry the fuck out of it, and cover <laughs> the batter in salt, and you're just like, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the, so, the two things you can trick human, any human to think something's good, cover it with salt and sugar. Done. Yes. There's a girl that I used to work with that uh, she told me her parents used to own that. It's great. Mm. At one point, it's a great restaurant. It uh, it was owned last time I last time I tried to go there. This was years and years ago, maybe fifteen years ago. It was owned by uh, an Asian an Asian guy or gal or family, and it was horrible. Hmm. It was owned by some Italians or Greek people or something before, and it was great. But whatever whatever happened, like they sold it, I guess. Like you said, they used to own it. And whoever they sold it to just turned it into a regular shitty carryout. But their fried chicken was epic before. It was really good. Hmm. 
Well, yeah, I don't know what at one point they owned it or sold it or whatever, so I don't know where in there the uh their tenure was. So couldn't tell you. The last time I got Chinese food, I was I was eating an egg roll and thinking about their fryers and how like if you get fried chicken or something from Kenny's or like any Chinese takeout that it tastes so good because I think it's because they put it in the same frying oil as the egg rolls as the like if there's like um, General Tso's chicken if they make it fresh they'll fry the chicken and the batters in there and like those teriyaki sticks beef teriyaki chicken teriyaki all that stuff tastes so good it all mixes together and if you put that in a chicken wing it absorbs into the skin and the meat so good. Hmm. Very true. Very That's my true. theory. I basically had the equivalent of house fried rice on Friday or Saturday at the Korean restaurant. Was it white rice, though? Yes. You know what I hate if I eat Chinese food or Asian food and it, and there's fried rice and the rice is, like, yellow? Mm-hmm. Fuck out of here with that. I notice that sometimes. I'm like, what is this? I don't want any part of that. Yeah, it's weird. This was white rice. It was okay, but it wasn't like, damn, you know, it wasn't like great. Yeah. And normally, if I get fried rice somewhere, even if it's just Szechuan Palace or wherever, I'm like, oh, this is great, you know? Mm-hmm. And to me, it wasn't at that level. Did you tell the manager of your dissatisfaction? I did not, because I'm not a dick. <laughs> This food brings shame to your family. <laughs> Dude, we were the only non-Korean people in there. Okay, must be a good restaurant then. I guess so. <clears throat> they had the TV on and they were playing some like Korean reality show. <laughs> <laughs> These guys are on a boat fishing. <laughs> like, it's I like, don't know. You're like, I don't get it. You're like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And they're like, oh, you know, they're like doing doing all these things. Like, here's Ken, here's John, here's blah, like, you know, whatever their names are. I don't know, you know, the Korean or whatever. But yeah, (laughs) I don't know. Like Supak and Ken, (laughs) traditional Korean names. I mean, it's in Korean, and the writing was in Korean, so it's not like I could understand any of it. But uh, you know, (laughs) good times. Like, look what I caught, you know. It's like they have a deep cultural history of angling in Korea. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's like, isn't, isn't Korea landlocked? I'm not sure about that. <laughs> yeah. Landlocked. Oh. All right. That's funny. Yeah. I'm glad we all had good weeks. Should we get into some news? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> First article's mine. A uh, a sarcophagus, well, really a tomb, because there's there's a sarcophagus and a bust has been found in Alexandria, Egypt, when some builders were preparing, they were digging out uh, a build site to, uh, or they're excavating, excavating, mm. fucking forty dollar words, man, a build <laughs> site, and they found a giant black sarcophagus, and. Uh, a, a carved bust of who some of them are like, this guy is probably the one who's in there. Why else would it be there? So it dates to about 300 to 30 BC in the Ptolemy or Ptolemaic period. And uh, apparently that guy, the ruler of Alexandria, which used to be Egypt's capital at the time, 
was a general of none other than <clears throat> Alexander the Great, who Alexandria is named after. So, Reddit was uh, speculating, and they are some excellent speculators, that this could be the tomb of Alexander the Great. That would be fucking awesome, because previously celebrated tombs like King Tut were pretty were like only celebrated because they had not been pillaged yet. They were like in pretty good shape. He wasn't, you know, some magnanimous, you know, god king who ruled Egypt and you know made everyone wealthy and rich and everything. He was just like fucking a pharaoh who didn't have his grave robbed. So if this is someone who's like legitimately historically They don't know where um, Alexander the Great is buried? Nope. Um, but if it is him, you know, he's like fucking legit badass, did awesome things, killed people. Awesome. Dude, I want a black sarcophagus. Right? It's fucking giant, too. You can, have one. You can have one. Yeah. But this is, if that's him, that's like the biggest archaeological find of it's the last him. thousand This is years. way too humble to be him. Might be. I mean, if he didn't want, like, Genghis Khan, he was like, bury me in horse shit. Or f- something like that. It's like, I don't want to be found. So, you know, if, if he went out the same way, or if someone was trying buried? to hide him. They didn't bury that guy in horse shit, though. He's buried in some big-ass burial mound somewhere, isn't he? Probably. Isn't it's in a mass it, grave. No one knows, you know, you would never find him. It's isn't impossible. It J- Genghis? Isn't it Genghis? Chinggis Khan. Yeah, it's Chinggis, right? Yeah. I hate John Wayne for that movie. <laughs> That I whole, am the, Genghis Khan. The way we pronounce it is like all our, it's all his fault. Yeah, I'm Genghis Khan. Like, Jesus Christ. Look at my six-shot revolver. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, John, when you've done great things, you've done some horrible things. Okay. Yeah, I just thought it was interesting. It could be the greatest archaeological find of our lifetimes, for sure. But that's not saying much. Great archaeological finds don't happen that often. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it is significant. Re- regardless. Irregardless. It is, irregardless, it's significant. Yeah, so they're probably going to do x-rays, CT scans, MRIs, whatever uh, whatever they can do to see what's inside without opening it first, and then I'm sure they're going to open it. So just At open some point, probably like in. two years from now. Let the air in. Let's see what's in there. Yeah, let the air in. Let the curses out. Yeah. Oh, so great. <laughs> We're going to be... Uh... <laughs> Gonna be letting out some plague or something. Yeah. <laughs> how much it's does that like, thing weigh, Evan? How much? Um, God, if it's, I'm sure it's like a foot thick of granite. Nice, like, like nine and a half feet by six feet by five feet or something. So probably like twenty four hundred pounds or something. Oh, yeah. okay. Like a ton. Hmm. Maybe maybe one and a half tons. 3,000 pounds, which would be roughly 2,600 uh, 2, kilograms, something like that. Evan Neal, the showy geek, folks. <laughs> well, I mean, it is in Europe. He's read a they, book or two. <laughs> they, use, uh, they use the metric system, so I felt the need to do a little convert, a rough conversion. On the fly. How many stone is that? Um, <laughs> 200? How many foot pounds of torque? With that, Ooh, that's that's a completely different <laughs> measurement. <laughs> All right, cool. how many pounds are in one stone, James? I have no idea, man. Fourteen. Really? That's a, okay. All right. Well, 
I don't, I don't use dead dead measurements, Evan. So yeah. Well, I mean, you say dead measurement, but we use feet, right? It's which a, was the length of someone's foot at the time. That's Amer- in theory. It's American. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. how we do. That's uh-huh. how we do. Yep, that's yeah, a hero's us, measurement. Us in us in Liberia. It's yeah. like three three countries use Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're yeah, us, Liberia, and Myanmar. Are you serious? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're in great company. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're we're among we're among real fucking heroes. Golly. <clears throat> yep. We're actually we actually are metric. Are we the largest purchases of Liberian dollars outside of Liberia? Yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> for sure. <laughs> we actually do use metric. It's just they made the implementation for the public like not mandatory. They're like, oh, they'll, they'll get there. Yeah. And yeah. here we are. Great. That was like in the 70s. It's so like, you want us to standardize on a convenient base 10 system? Fuck you. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe we should just all switch to metric. Like like the three of us will just switch to metric. The three of us? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't have to go lives. get a new tape measure, man. What the fuck? Isn't it metric on the back? The, there's no back. Or the... No. On the on bottom, the bottom? It's metric, yeah. The bottom, it's metric. Oh, okay. All right, that's Check fine. Check it out. But, you know, in our everyday lives, we deal with both. You can buy a gallon of milk or a liter of cola. Ugh. A two-liter bottle or in a three-liter bottle if in, you get the garbage from the dollar store. In Chile, yes. all the all the standard can, uh, bottles, like from, you know, Coke, Pepsi, whatever. Do they say quarts? No. 1.78 quarts. No, they're like, all. That's weird. They're all like if you get a big one, they're all three liters. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. But they don't look like the three liter ones that we have. They don't look fat. They're like taller. Yeah. I know. I think the, the fr- refrigerators in Chile seem taller too for some reason. It's like weird to accommodate all the soda drinking. <laughs> yeah, I guess. How 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 high are the diabetic clinics? <laughs> <laughs> James, that's only a thing tall. here. You know that. <laughs> I know. Dude, here in the I UK, saw, no, I don't know. Uh, I saw some. Uh, I I don't like calling everything memes, but I saw like a funny picture where it just put like a, a diagram of South America and Argentina as if it were a person was like, "Oh, cool! I'm gonna have a, a West Coast Ocean," and it says like Chile as a person. Nope. <laughs> Like, why does Chile exist? It's super long and super thin. It should be, like, cut it, draw one line, and, like, integrate it into Argentina and whatever the hell is above it. Bolivia? I don't know. Uruguay? Uh, that's, that's east. That's like saying, get rid of the United States. <clears throat> no, it's like saying, get just rid make of Rhode it part Island. Of, just make it part of Canada and Mexico and... That's fine. Mm, it would, honestly, it'd be more like integrating Virginia and Maryland. Hmm. Mm. Anyways, the problem is Chile is like the one country down there that doesn't suck, and you can get to Antarctica from there, and Easter Island. And they're proud people, and they have "quote unquote" rights. <laughs> and it's like God. Let's just 
people in their fucking rights. I swear. Craziness. Mm. That All is right. crazy. What do we got next here? Okay, so we didn't talk about this last week. Um, I just kind of forgot about it. But I thought I'd put this in here just so we can mention it a little bit. Everyone heard about the the uh, the cave and the, the boys that were stuck in a cave and they need to be rescued in Thailand? Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I heard that. I don't know the details. How the fuck did a, like, a soccer team get stuck in a cave? I thought like their bus went off the road and then boom, they're <laughs> fucking stuck a ca- in a, like a mile back in a cave that's submerged. How the fuck do you get there? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it was, I don't think it was like we were practicing and our ball went off and we had to go try to find it. Yeah. And okay. It ended up four miles underground. They were cave. They were spelunking or something, right? Yeah. Or walking around or but whatever. I don't know what they were If doing. you look at this like place that they were like cave, like even if this place wasn't filled with water, what would make it like if I was a kid and my coach was like, all right, we're going to go down this little narrow 40 centimeter gap. And hike down here, I'd be like, where's the rope? Are we stupid? I'd be like, nah, <laughs> you guys go ahead. I'm good. I never would have gone. Like, look at some of these fucking, look at, look, look at this thing. Uh, down at the, halfway down the page, how they ever swam with the boys. And mm-hmm. it shows the boy coming up through this little gap. That's crazy. No way. I wouldn't have done that. Whether, especially if it's dry, how, I would be like, how are we getting back up? And where are their shoes? No one's wearing shoes. You don't go into a cave without your shoes. It's crazy, man. It just sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. I don't get it. And people and I was talking to someone, they're like, oh, I heard a Navy SEAL died. No. I was like, Yeah, a Thai Navy SEAL died. Yeah. They're like, Oh. <laughs> yeah. That that was going around for a while. <laughs> there were like a retired Navy SEAL died. I was like, that's not a thing. And and, and well, no, of course, like they thing. never retire. Yeah. <laughs> to the end, sir. No, no. But I mean, <laughs> I, I saw that. And then every every video I watched about this or or news article didn't show anything about it. I was like, how is no one talking to this Navy SEAL who died? And finally, I saw, oh, he's a Thai Navy diver. You know, he might have been a SEAL, a Navy, Thai Navy SEAL or whatever. I don't know anything about them. But, you know, I mean, not not diminishing that, but I'm just saying it wasn't a U.S. Navy SEAL. And that's a thing that is going around now. And people are like, what is Navy SEALs doing over there? You know, people are fucking stupid. Go ahead. (laughs) Yeah. So this article is pretty good just because it gives it's kind of long, but it gives a whole lot of diagrams and shit. What's what was going on, what the deal was. You know, I'm sure you guys even heard Elon Musk. He sent some people there. Then he sent a little tiny submarine kind of thing there mm-hmm. to try to help him. I don't know if they ended up using any of that stuff. I don't think they did. They didn't. But, they didn't use it. They but, did. Uh, he, he he let them. He told them to keep it, probably because he was like, "What are we gonna do with this?" But uh, yeah, he they, they 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 he built a little mini sub for the kids, and I saw a video of it, and it's terrifying. If I was in that, because you can't see anything. You know, so if you're in that and you're just like, okay, I guess they'll take me out, you'd be terrified. You'd be absolutely terrified, especially if this. I mean, one diver died. What if the two escort divers died? You're just there in a tube, a steel metal tube with like 12 hours of air, not moving, fucking Mm. terrified. It'd be like a horrible experience, you know, probably Mm. nearly paralyzed because I heard that uh, 
a uh, doctor was in the cave with all, with the soccer team and to relax them for the trip yeah everyone was dosed with ketamine yeah yeah they gave him like, something sweet. To, yeah <laughs> they gave him something to something chill him way, out. way way worse uh, apparently uh like something to relax them he had oh. to reach up and I'm like <laughs> quoting <laughs> Massage their prostate. Oh, what? Yeah. God. That's literally what I thought you were going to say or something, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Um, according to uh, quoting Tyler Durden, they were they were as calm as Hindu cat- cows right. headed to the mm-hmm. slaughter. They're just like just fucking chill as fuck, you know, because I mean, if you think about it, it makes sense, right? Because you're it was a 12. It's a 12 hour hump, you know, or 11 hours. Or something really? like that. Yeah, we want, both ways is eleven hours. So five hours in, five or six hours out. You know. Damn. Can you imagine that swimming that long? No, nah, it's crazy. So and they had to apparently had to stop with the kids. Well, and they it's had like to, swimming, and then it's sorry. Let's get on this ledge and hang out for a bit, and then it's, yeah, and they had to deposit air here and there and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, like I'm looking at this thing here. I'm like, what the fuck. Like this whole thing is like, all right, these little narrow things and this and that. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Why? Why didn't they like pick the smallest one to go, go back through the cave, and call for help? So did they go in there when it was dry and they like flooded while they were inside? Either that, or there was very little water. I guess. Mm, okay. Because it says, like, it's like none of the boys know how to swim. Like, come on, You live man. in fucking Thailand and you don't know how to swim? Yeah. Shameful. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. So, anyway, but they're all out. Um, That one dude died, right? The one Thai Navy SEAL diver dude. Um... But they were able to rescue all the boys and their and their coach, who I'm assuming is going to go commit ritual Harry Carey at some point. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, and Ty, they just fuck lady boys or become a lady boy. Ah, maybe that's his fate. Mm-hmm. He will either face life imprisonment or he'll be praised for keeping everyone alive for the 13 days. Yeah, keeping the morale high enough that... Holding out hope for rescue. Mm-hmm. What they do about food? They didn't eat anything, I guess. It's called fasting, James. Well, they once they were found, they brought them food and stuff. I think. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Plenty of cave water to drink, though. That's good. You gotta <laughs> imagine if you're in there, you gotta be like a lot of minerals. Decide, die. <laughs> like, there's yeah. no going back. I'm done. We're dead. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> imagine the first person who had to poop. Like, ugh. Mm-hmm. God. Yep. It's like Wonderful Harold. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, is this me? Am I next? No. Are you? You're not. Then, uh... Sportball. Yep. So, I just thought I'd mention here, World Cup has been going on. Woo! I think the the finals is over by now, right? It's over. France won. Congratulations, France! France they won the versus, whole thing. Yep. France right. versus Croatia. Mm-hmm. Have you France seen? Won. So one Four meme I've been two. seeing is the girl from uh uh I forgot what her name is. She's a skinny white 
porn star named Piper Perini. Yeah, Piper Perry. Piper Perry, and she sits on the couch. She's all, if you oh, see yeah. her, she's <laughs> sitting on a couch, and in the porn, there's like five black dudes behind her, and she's in this fucking big, big black cock gangbang, and she's skinny, skinny, skinny. And there's a meme with her wearing the Croatian uniform and the whole fucking French football team behind them, and it's just like, ha! You know? Yeah, yeah I've seen several memes involving variations on that picture so it's kind of funny yeah okay michael loves his silences all right yeah. so it's me now, now that we're caught up on sports ball what yeah. do what do we have next all right so this is just a little quick little quick nod to papa papa big papa pump uh papa john schnatter 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 what? John Schnatter. He Just sounds like a fuck. Jew. That's his name, Schnatter, not Shatner. Shatter, Schnatter. I can't even it's do like... it. <laughs> John just... Schnatter. Schnatter. What the? I'm fuck? gonna go take a Schnatter. Uh, so basically, he was on a conference call with a PR company to help him be less of a piece of shit and to soothe over his PR woes. And he said something along the lines of like, he's like, Colonel Sanders called blacks in words all the time. And he said that word on the call to the PR company who's supposed to help him fix his campaign and stop saying shit like that. And the people on the call were like, oh, cool. And they were recording the call and they publicized it. So he's he has stepped down from the board. He is no longer chairman of Papa John's. He's not the CEO anymore. Um He's still on the board, what? but he's, he's not he's not in charge. Um, but he's a I mean, if you read this article, it's apparently he's been doing this for a long time. There's another article of him saying uh, says something about he's like when he grew up in Indiana, they used to drag blacks behind cars all the time, and you know whatever. I mean, he just he says all kinds of crazy shit, and he's just kind of renowned NFL controversy. November Shatner designed Papa. Okay, so he resigned at Papa as the CEO. After the whole thing in November with the NFL, and NFL picked up Pizza Hut as a sponsor. Papa John's tried to rebound and drag racing. Yeah, it's pretty sad because uh, they were like so on the top. I mean, they, them and their their only okay pizza. Um. Anyway, I'd okay. Say that, I kind of like Papa John's pizza. Of course, between you do, Papa John's like Pizza Hut and Domino's, obviously Domino's is fucking trash. Except for their thin crust, Domino's thin crust is great. It's far superior. Um, I like Papa John's because I like their crust, and I like that like garlic butter sauce that comes with it, and the little that pepper. Is good. That is but good. you can't rate a pizza on that. The whole pizza's poop, except for ten percent of crust and topping. Also, I like their pizza overall. Their sauce is like too salty. Uh, in my opinion, I'm not a big pizza sauce fan so what did i say about salt and sugar yeah i tell you man it's medio like and look i guess all pizza all commercialized brands brand pizzas are just going to be like horrible like right pizza hut has been bad for years cc's pizza is it even pizza i don't even know (laughs) Um, pizza, pizza, those guys. What is that? We don't know what that is either. It's probably Little just Play Doh. Yeah, it's just probably Play Doh and on our hot plate. Um, 
And then, you know, uh, the other company, Domino's, it's like, huh, what's happening? You know, I mean. So like, guess who guess who is number one in terms of sales and number of either stores or whatever? Domino's. Out of those three? It's Little Caesars, I'm sure. What? No, it's got to be Domino's. Pizza Hut. Really? Really? Yes. <clears throat> eh. Their delivery fucking sucks. Pizza Hut's yeah. number one. Domino's number two. Papa John's is number three. Little Caesars is number four, which I'm very surprised at. Where's CeCe's? Uh, number 38. So it's not listed. <laughs> Ten. Number 38 in Montgomery County. Ten, which uh. I'm also... So, I mean, the further you get down this list, like, they stop drop... They start... Their amount of sales and everything starts dropping exponentially. Yeah. Like, Pizza Hut and Domino's are very high. And then Papa John's number three is very low. Like Domino's number two is ten um, billion dollars gross mm-hmm. sales. That's crazy. Papa John's is three. And then the next one below that, Little Caesars, three. And then some company called Papa Murphy's. Oh, they're they're okay. One million. Then California Pizza Kitchen. The fuck. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I, I actually, want white pizza. Yeah, I like their stuff, but it's like small and expensive. Um, So Little Caesars kind of makes sense because people love a $5 pizza regardless of how shitty it is. Yeah. And it's ready. So you like walk in and walk out with a pizza in 90 seconds. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't mind seeing a list list like this from five years ago and comparing it. Yeah. Is Costco on that list? Little wouldn't be here. Um, Costco pizza is great. Fantastic! It's wonderful. Know, I don't know if they would have that on here. Let's see. I'm sure they don't. I'm sure they're not on there because they don't deliver. No, it's not yeah. a pizza place. I mean, it's, <clears throat> but they're Costco's these are food, theoretically pizza places. Costco's food is pretty good. on here. Yep, it is. Chuck E. Um, Cheese. Mm. You know they have like an actual menu. There's so many places here I've never heard of. I uh, I didn't know that. Evan. They have like chicken wings and. Burgers and salads and stuff. I thought That's it was just weird. shitty pizza. All right, next time you're in town, we'll go to Chuck E. Cheese just to eat. Okay, just to sit down and you know, eat. You know, I was like gonna say, can we go to Chuck E. Cheese and just, meal. and just sit there and eat? Yes, like, you can. I mean, I know, I know, we can, but like, can we? Or it's like, like it's gonna it's be like, weird if you do not bring a child with you. One will be provided. Uh... <laughs> one will be provided by the courts. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like uh, okay. That's pretty funny. Find a location. Ooh. That'd be great if, like, welcome to Chuck E. Cheese Adoption Agency. <laughs> yeah, it's like, go just... pick, take one from the ball pit. Yep. All right, anyway. That's funny. All right, should we move on to some uh So Papa John's, things? suck it. Right? Yeah. Don't order pizza from a... there. I mean, the pizza's great. Even I, though I, I, like, will... I actually like their pizza, but fuck them. The the comments of a former CEO has no effect on the taste yeah. of the product. I don't I don't think there's a reason to not buy their pizza. I just I personally don't like their pizza. I, I don't like his his how he treats his employees. You got to vote with your wallet, James. His whole no. Just, I, mean, I I don't order Papa John's. I order Domino's. Just I'm like Domino's you said, boy. you know, let's not go to the Dominican Republic because they're doing whatever. Yeah, no, same you're thing. Right. Same. Thing. You're right. You're right. I'm not saying. I mean, I, that's a personal decision. I'm not going to tell you sure. what to do. Sure. But, sure. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't, their whole thing about minimum, his whole thing about minimum wage, they don't want to raise the minimum wage and stuff, 
Dude, he's, you know, these companies are all about sucking profits, and John Schnatner, Shatter, is like one of the worst of them. So, I mean, yes, I'm not a fan. Also, you know, yes. Never been a fan. He just has a douchey face, and there's something about him you can't trust. So, Mike, you mentioned Papa Murphy's. I did. That is a chain down here, and they have decent pizza, but you would never go there because they make the pizza for you. They well, they assemble it and uh, hand it to you with cooking instructions. What and you take Fuck. it home and cook it yourself? So it's as fresh as can be. That's oddly very lazy. Can you order a cooked pizza from them? Nope. That's fucking, that's lazy as fuck. That's like if we just started a restaurant, we were like, do you want a burger? Here's some ground beef and some dough. Have fun. Here's cooking instructions. That's lazy as fuck. (laughs) What a scam. What a nice hustle they got going on there. Mike, get that on next to coin hosers. We're going to have fucking, make your own ice cream. Here's some fucking milk. (laughs) Here's some fucking milk. We'll call it fucking coin hosers ice cream foundry. And, you know, we'll just give people milk, salt, sugar, and, like, to go home and shake this in a bucket, fucker. You know? (laughs) I was going to say, just call it here, peasants. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Eat this, dummy. (laughs) We already have that one. (laughs) Yeah. Do you know who used to be a manager of a Papa Murphy's, Mike? The same person who would say Roll Tide? No. Who? One Gabriel Rothblatt. What? <laughs> yep. That's interesting. Is that in Florida? Uh, Probably. Yeah. Wacky. Mm-hmm. All right. Dude, there's some connections that I've been discovering. Um, Well, I'll talk about it later. Like, some people that... I'm like, how do you know? Why you shouldn't know this person? They know the person. Mm-hmm. I concur. I've discovered a few of those myself. Yeah. Move on to some stranger danger. What do we got here? Okay, so this isn't really stranger danger, but I didn't know where else to put it. Uh, so the Pirate Bay, they say we mine Monero. So that's like another like yeah, Bitcoin. Crypto. Yeah, cryptocurrency. We mine Monero from your CPU. And so they say install ad blocker or leave. You know, if you don't like it, suck it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so does ad blocker block their mining? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Um, okay. I'm not mad at them. No, I'm not mad at them either. There's, at least they say it and they're like, if you don't like it, leave or get ad blocker. If anything, maybe this is like helping people install fucking ad block and stop being cucks. Stop yeah. getting cucked by websites. I think it's great. I mean, and the percentage of <laughs> like CPU time they're using is so minuscule, but it pays off after, you know, millions and millions of people using it. Oh, maybe we could do that on our uh, Star Registry website or our Coin Hosers website. We start mining Monero. Yeah, but we got to be like more asshole-ish about it. So my mom subscribes to something I don't remember the name, but it's like a a, a monthly calendar uh, application on her computer. Mm-hmm. And she pays for it. It's like $25 a year or something. And it has like pictures and facts of the day. Some, you know, some bullshit calendar. 
So we would need to have a star registry application that will show you your star's position in the night sky. And as long as that program is running, we're mining on your computer. There you go. We're giving you value. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll, we'll hire a good coder. So it will start with Windows. And if you kill the process or uncheck start with Windows, your computer will reboot without saving the setting. So it's awesome. Oh, yeah. See so the name, man. See, I'm thinking we need to make an app for the phones. I, yeah, phones are pretty powerful. Good enough. Yeah, you got to take your phone outside. That way you can see where the star's at. Sure. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> okay. It was it's like, like, it was like, you're trying to make a real product? He's like, I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> no, I just, I didn't see how you were like equating the two. It was like, you got to lie down to go swimming. Like, I guess. Well, no, I have an application on my phone already. You hold it up to the sky and it, you know, overlay, it shows like it knows where your oh. phone is, and what you're looking at, and it okay. shows where the, what the stars are and stuff. I got it. Yeah. Something like that. You All know what we should send our customers as a bonus is like, here's a picture of, of your star in the sky, but it's just like black with white dots. It's not the sky or anything. Hmm. Well, we'll send the same picture to everyone. <laughs> yeah, we can do that. I've been seeing another one where it's like, get a picture of the night sky on the, the day you proposed or some shit. Fuck out of here. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I've been seeing a new one with that. I was like, oh! oh. Was like, Put that as your background for your live, laugh, love poster. <laughs> yes. Garbage. Yeah. All right, moving on. Entertainment news. James, Mike, is that who's that? It's not mine. me. It's me. Okay. So this yeah, was silences Michael likes. This is Con- an article. Contemplation. On, uh-huh. It's an article on Vice I came across. My incredible agonizing quest to find the worst movie on Netflix. Jesus Christ. Why? 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 It's easy to find bad movies on Netflix, but truly exquisitely terrible films are trickier. <laughs> and this guy just goes through all these different movies that he watched trying to find like an awful awful movie and he found one called Leo the Lion it's animated yeah. of course and it's like a horrible knockoff of the Lion King what was his search criteria like what, what was his like alright it's gotta have this and this and this yeah, how do so, you find it? Uh, there's a guy named I I Hate Everything mm-hmm. on YouTube who's fucking amazing. And he did like an expose on Leo the Lion. And it's like two hours long and I sat through the entire thing and it's amazing. About how bad it is and like why it's bad and da 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 It's so good. It's, ama- <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's a great way to spend two hours or however long it is. Is there a better way to spend two hours than watching the movie? <laughs> the movie's not two hours long. <laughs> <laughs> Watching the movie twice. <laughs> so, so in the in the first the the triplicate picture in the top, is that Nicolas Cage in the middle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get to that. So, okay. <clears throat> so 
He says, why watch something mediocre when you could watch something bad enough to be entertaining? Right? So that's his goal. He's like, to find something bad, but it's like so bad, it's like funny, you know? <clears throat> or amusing. So there's a movie with, like you just said, Nicolas Cage. It's called Outcast. It's so it's so ridiculous. It stars Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen. <laughs> of course. It's, it's set in ancient China. It says where for some reason everyone speaks English. It says it's not clear if they're meant to actually be speaking English, if they're speaking a different language and it's just presented as English for the benefit of the viewer. Mm-hmm. Like on Rugrats. Yeah, exactly. He says, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what is bad about the movie. <clears throat> the acting was okay. The production and sets were okay, blah, blah, blah. I was like, but for some reason, it didn't work. It was unremarkable in every consumable way. I could feel my brain deleting it from my memory as I was watching. <laughs> <laughs> it says, without the notes I made while watching, I, w- I wouldn't be able to begin to describe what the plot is. There's a scene towards the end of the movie where Nicolas Cage launches into full-on Nicolas Cage mode and Hamily screams lines like, Blackguards are as thick as flies on a farting goat's ass because of you. (laughs) While wearing an eye patch and rubbing a snake against his face. What? (laughs) He says, that has some camp value, but it's not worth sitting through the whole movie just to get to that. Oh my god, so is this like a... Did someone see The Last Samurai and was like, yo, we gotta do one of these, and this is the best they could come up with for the ten minutes they were taking a shit or something? Could be, or it could be that other movie with, uh... Was it Matt Damon or Keanu Reeves? Or was there two movies? Oh, 47 Ronin? That's Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah. I think there's another one. I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm conflating two movies. I think there's another movie that came out with Matt Damon. There it's is. Also it's called The Great Wall. There you go. Yeah. But that's this is older than that. What is? Outcast. It's from 2014. Ah, okay. Ah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the reasoning behind this was, but Nicolas Cage is like, I need money. Um... So this other movie called Checkpoint. It's a documentary. It says Checkpoint exposes real life terrorism and the sleeper cells they represent in America. Okay. Uh, it says the movie was thankfully bad enough to be fun. It tells the story of a group of terrorists attempting to take over the U.S. via a small North Carolina town. And appears to have been shot for about a hundred dollars. <laughs> Jesus, the acting is terrible. This is what it literally says: the acting is terrible. Everything looks like shit. The exposition is some of the laziest ever committed to film. One scene starts with a character saying, "Roy has been my best friend for years, and tonight we're celebrating his going away party." <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> It's relentlessly and hilariously manly. Soundtrack consists of Leonard Skinner 
and cheaper bands that sound like Leonard Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> Men call each other brother, like The Rock and Ride Harleys. For reasons that are never specified, the female lead strips down to her underwear to assemble her, assemble her rifle before the movie's final battle. Goldberg is in it. What movie is the this? Uh huh. Checkpoint. Checkpoint. Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> there are lengthy, wistful speeches about the honor of Marines and the soldiers who fought in the Civil War. Mm. In the special thanks section, the end credits: God Almighty and all the men and women in uniform are thanked. It is a feature-length adaptation of the phrase "No Homo." oh man he says I also found it impossible to follow because the filmmakers made the very bizarre choice of casting multiple people who look almost identical perfect (laughs) and he shows a couple scenes yeah (laughs) it's like two blonde women fighting in black two bald guys fighting in black you're like "Mm, what's happening (laughs) and then of course what what uh article like this wouldn't be complete without a movie featuring Steven Seagal. Contract to Kill. Mm-hmm. Now, I've, I haven't watched it, but I've seen this movie on Netflix, and every time I see it, I'm like, ugh. Like, it just looks <laughs> bad. Yeah. Just look at that thumbnail. I'm like, no. Yeah. Um, it stars... So, it starts in a bar in Juarez, Mexico. Uh... Oh my god, the bar is literally called CD Bar. <laughs> oh my god. There are many, many, many different elements to the plot. The government guy says, as you know, the CIA, in concert with the DA and the FBI, <laughs> have been after wait, these wait, animals. Wait, 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 wait. Seagal, Seagal, as always, looks like an erection with Dracula drawn on it. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 Yo! Yo, this guy is crazy, man. Oh, yeah. fuck. I'm sorry, go ahead, Michael. I just couldn't. That that's that that whole no, line that is, is a, ridiculous. That is a good one. That is a good one. It says as you know, the CIA in concert with the DA and the FBI have been after these animals. Each belong to different groups though, split between Al Nusra Front and Hezbollah. And he keeps expanding it to include more people. The DOJ is thrown in there, and Al-Qaeda, and ISIS, and Native American trackers, and oh ICE, <laughs> and the Sonora car- cartel. And only Steven Seagal can stop the very convoluted thing they're trying to do. <laughs> it says, despite being set in a variety of locations around the world, the movie was shot in Romania. Of course. It says no expense was spared in recreating the film's exotic locations. For instance, in a scene set in Istanbul, there are little signs on the doors that say Istanbul and framed photos of Istanbul landmarks on the walls. Hmm. All right. <laughs> so this is the the this next paragraph, he goes on to describe something that's true in every Steven Seagal movie. He says the least believable thing is the way it treats Seagal. His character is never shown as having anything even resembling a flaw. He's perfect. Every character is in awe of him and or wants to fuck him. Uh, Throughout the movie, he's shown dispatching goon after goon. (laughs) Rarely moving anything other than his arms. 
Yep. And never being hit himself. <laughs> At one point, there's a scene of him running that I'm pretty sure was shot with him standing still in front of a green screen. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus Christ. And then there, uh, there's another movie here. One last movie, Ridiculous Six. Uh, Two last movies. I've seen Ridiculous Six. That's, garbage. It's horrible. So they got to be garbage, right? It's Netflix's biggest, biggest, their biggest fault was hiring Adam the fucking idiot Sandler, and they gave him a six-movie deal, and all the movies are horrible. Every last one of them are bad. I, I think three, three, three or four of them around. It's horrible, Evan. Please, if you if you think it should have, or if you thought it was going to be anything more than what it was, you're in the wrong. No, you knew I knew it was going to be like a dumb Adam Sandler movie. No, I didn't think it was going to be that. But I, okay, dumb Adam Sandler movies are like, what's that guy uh, who used to do? It's like Dane Cook. Time yeah. and place is gone. Not funny anymore. Not funny anymore. Not at all. Like if you you can sit down and watch fucking uh, Happy Gilmore and like really laugh the way you laughed when it first came out, you're broken inside. It's not that funny anymore. There's some scenes that you're just like, this is still good, but I don't know. I I don't know if it's me. I mean, maybe with Rick and Morty, I've evolved and become a new level of human being. You know, I've just I'm just smarter now. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I'm half trolling there, but um, I mean, I don't know. It's just not funny to me anymore. Uh, you know, I watched Big Daddy the other day, and I was just like, "Ugh." Oh, dude, it, I it, saw part of that the other day, and I was like, "God." Yeah, I mean, and, and you know what's funny? So now, when you watch a movie, like things that are absolutely positively illegal or impossible, movies and TV shows won't do. Back in the '80s, they would do that stuff, and you just they, you'd be like, "Okay." You know, either the, either the movie was designed for a kid to watch or an idiot or they people back then didn't know, you know, but now people are smarter, I guess. I don't know. But now they don't write stuff like that in the movies, except in Adam Sandler movies, Adam Sandler movies. They always write in shit that's fucking impossible. It's like I just told them I was this guy and they gave me a kid. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm a 40 year old man. I'm going to sit down in this fucking class and learn uh, how to read and write. You know, like, you're like, what? What's happening? You know, I'm going to play golf with a uh, modified hockey stick. This is uh, perfectly re- normal and reasonable. No. It's just ridiculous. It's it's beyond the pale of like anything that makes any sense. His movies with Kevin James and Chris Rock and Rob Schneider and uh, David Spade are pretty good. Where they all have families and they go on like vacations together. He's been in good movies. Yeah. I just don't think his his staple comedy is not good is not good. He no. has been in good movies. Um, that serious one, he was. Yeah, Grown Ups. Grown Ups, yeah. Yeah, yeah but has, that's not really an Adam Sandler movie, yeah. is it? Well, I guess it kind of is, but... I'm sure he was on the production team. Yeah, I mean, because he's famous. He's, he's the writer. He's one of the writers. Yeah, I mean, he he's not... Put it this way. It's To me, I feel like if... If you and I wrote a movie, if the three of us wrote a movie, it would have two or three really hilarious moments. And then it would be garbage. The rest would be fucking trash. 
Okay. <laughs> and so you have to have a fucking, like, you have to have someone who knows how to write a story and write relationships and give characters depth. You can't just have, like, three good jokes and that's three good jokes you came up with a par- in a parking lot after eating fucking buffet all night and you decide in your food coma, this is a great idea. Let's make a movie based on these three great jokes. And that's what every Adam Sandler seems like it's about. Like, they took these three jokes and they spun the story around it with the characters that have no depth, no nothing to me. You know, sorry, Evan. I don't want to badger on your favorite thing. I'm sorry. Oh, it's no problem. I just don't think that this movie deserves to be in a list of the absolute worst on it's Netflix. Fucking horrible. <laughs> Would you rather watch this? Oh, let me. All right, let me ask a question here. Are these movies that were made by Netflix, or are they just on Netflix? No, they're I just think on they're just Netflix. on Netflix. Adam Sandler, these ad, the ad, ridiculous six was made by Netflix. Okay. Yeah, but I think overall this article is just movies that are on Netflix. Okay. I there has to be something that could easily be put in place of this. But James, would you rather rewatch <laughs> the Ridiculous Six or Ten Thousand Ways to Die in the West? I know you like Seth MacFarlane. It's a horrible movie too. Yeah. Which deserves to be on this list more? Um, I'm still going to say this. because I only say this because he has an ensemble cast and he does nothing with it. it, it everyone has trash lines and it's just poorly managed. Let's not forget 10,000 Ways to Die in the West. Seth MacFarlane, um, Neil Patrick Harris, and what's her name? Her name starts with a C. Yeah, and the, chick. the bad guy is fucking Liam Neeson. Yeah. Apparently, Neil, Liam Neeson's role in that movie was a meme. It was a joke. It was a fucking troll. Because in some episode of the of the Family Guy, Liam he made a joke saying, he, basically the joke was Liam Neeson trying to do a cowboy accent, but it's just a Scottish cowboy. It comes out, <laughs> and he made that joke in Family Guy. And Liam Neeson told him, he said, "If you want me in this movie, I need to use my exact accent." Basically because of that joke, like it was Liam Neeson getting him, getting him back. You know, I remember that joke from Family yeah. Guy. So, it, it, I mean, that, that's another movie that was clearly someone came up with in a fucking, like, they were stoned one night after fucking doing lines of coke off of, uh, you know, the former Meg's naked corpse, and they decided, oh, we're gonna, let's do this movie, let's make this shit movie, and they, they wasted more opportunities there, too, it could have been really good. I think they should just have a comedian and then a story writer, you know, because you could make something really nice, but you can't have comedians write a movie, it just doesn't work, you know? Sometimes it works, but I know what you're saying. This reminds me of probably one of my favorite Adam Sandler movies, which I think didn't really do anything in the box office, but I thought it was pretty good. It was Punch Drunk Love. That's he played not like, really a, like... It's not a comedy. Yeah. But he he did well with it. No, that was good. The movie with uh, Drew Barrymore, the Hawaiian movie, that rom-com thing. It's like 50 First Dates. That was good, too. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it was it was it was what it was. It was that genre. It was good. Yeah, you know, he's not a bad actor. It just I don't think he should write a movie and then be like here because it's gonna all they all end up like this. And there's like three of these that came out so far, and maybe one, make a good one. The two that I saw are just bad. I think one is like a fish out of water. You know, he's a spy thing. It's weird. You know. Oh oh oh! Don't even forget. Kevin James is the president. 
Uh, <laughs> fucking pixels, come the fuck on. Okay, I forgot God, about that one. Jesus that movie Christ. is also star studded. Pixels probably should be here, not this. Pixels it's probably, horrible. It's probably not on Netflix. It's not on Netflix, but Pixels mm. trash. It's worse than this <laughs> by far. That's just horrible. Uh, I totally forgot that movie existed. Yeah. yeah, like like I was watch I watched dude. I don't know if you guys watch this or not. I don't think anybody spends as much time as YouTube and I as I do, and it's sad. But um, uh, everything everything wrong with that series by Cinema Sins. It is so fucking good. Mm-hmm. They do it. I watched it. Everything was wrong with pixels. And it's funny. Like when you sit down and watch a movie, I'm, I'm pretty easy. I'm like, like I'll be easy to get hypnotized. I'll be easy to fall into any of this shit because I just like get immersed. You know what I mean? Like I yeah, allow myself. Like, to, okay. This is a thing. And that's it. Whatever. Yeah. I accept the story. I'm like, okay, I'm here with you, you know? But when I watched that thing, the guy was like, he's like sitting there and he's like, why does the president of the United States need to call the number one, the number two guy who lost a tournament in 1986 to explain them, explain to the chief of staff, the 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 joint chiefs, what Pac-Man is, and what these aliens are trying to do. Like, why is he here? And then they're like, why is he explaining to the army? It's like him and Jim and and Kevin James trying to explain to the army how video games work. And I was like, you tell me there's no gamers in the army? And I was like, fuck, he's right. This is so stupid. You know, like, like this is, you really have to suspend my disbelief a lot to get me there. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm taking this all to a whole left field. We got a lot more show to come, guys. <laughs> Dude, Let's there's go. another movie on here that I kind of want to watch. Super fast. Last of one. course. Super fast. Yeah, yeah. And great. This, and he has the, the perfect screen grab here. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, a spoof of Fast and the Furious. It's made by the same people who make, you know, date movie... Epic movie, disaster movie. So, you know, all those parody movies. And it looks amazing. Although I'm sure it's garbage. Of course. But uh That's what makes it great. Yeah. Dude, look at look at, scroll down and look at John Travolta in killing killing season. Just look yeah. at him. Doesn't his hair look sprayed on? Just look at him. Oh yeah. Christ. Jesus Christ, he looks horrible. Oh. He doesn't look a day over 74. <laughs> Christ, he looks so bad with that, like, ch- ugh, I don't even know. I don't even know. Like, any anytime somebody doesn't have a mustache and they have this whole, like, chin strap thing, you're like, he's a rapist or a murderer or something. <laughs> like, there's nothing redeeming about that person. You're just like, this guy's a piece of shit. And I guess he was playing a Serbian war criminal, but I'm sure he's a Serbian war criminal who got who's out of jail and mixed up in the wrong crime or some shit like that. All right, I'm sorry. Let's go ahead. And he got yoga. clean while he was locked up, but they're trying yeah. to drag him back in. Yeah, exactly. It says the film opens with Travolta speaking in what the subtitles identifies as foreign language. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Bratislavin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, uh, and Robert De Niro's in this movie too, which I don't get. <laughs> no, he doesn't care. That we we talked about this like uh, I don't know a long time ago on the podcast about Robert De Niro doing shitty B movies like this, and the thing was that these guys they do these movies because they don't care. They're making quick cash and they don't really give a shit. They're like thought, too old. Their careers ben, are made. Ben Kingsley. 
Yeah, he's one of them. Sir Ben Kingsley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a knight. He'll film porn. It won't matter. <laughs> one for you, one for me. Yeah. Yeah, he... uh. Cool. Uh, Mike, I think the next article is also yours. <laughs> oh. You, you were talking about that a little bit before the show. Oh, yeah. So I went to go see this movie last night, Three Identical Strangers. What? I'm sure you guys have heard about this. Nope, never heard about it. Cool. Are they actually triplets? Yes, and I feel like an idiot, but I didn't know that... I knew that twins could be identical. I didn't know triplets could also be identical. Yeah, you're an idiot. (laughs) Sorry. What about about quintuplets? Well, quadruplets also can, and apparently Mm -hmm. quintuplets. They can all be identical, Michael. Mm -hmm. It's not even a... It just gets incredibly rarer each level up you go. (laughs) Yep. Like, there haven't been that many. I mean... Mm -hmm. So... Just like twins, I don't think are usually identical. I think they're usually fraternal. You know, mm-hmm. it's rare for you, them to be. I'm identical. glad you learned something. Right. So anyway, uh, saw the movie, and you know it's about you know oh they meet each other and blah 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 and all this stuff, but uh, it turns out that they were, and then they kind of want to figure out well why were they separated and how come none of them knew that there was another one and. And it turns out that this adoption agency was working with this psychologist or psychiatrist or whatever he was, and he wanted to study putting children in different families and seeing how their development progressed. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. It's a good movie. Uh, I don't know if I'd go see it in the theater. I guess you could. Did you see it in the theater? I did. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the pass of movies. Yep. And yeah, I mean it's good. Yeah. You know, so was it, it a story of their reunification, or like did they all meet up and accept each other within the first five minutes, and then go on like a sick road trip, brah? <laughs> this is a documentary or an actual movie. It's a documentary. What are you doing going to fucking theaters to see documentaries? Is that what MoviePass has done to you? Is turn you into that guy? You go to movie theaters to see documentaries? He's a cultured individual now. M- movie theater. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let, let me tell you something. <laughs> a movie theater trip is a trip you take. It's a special thing. You go to see something you're passionate about. You don't just go to do whatever. Oh, there's a, something. Uh, some uh, there's a uh, fucking two girls eating shit outside. Let's go and watch. No, you don't go to just do that. You don't, especially don't watch documentaries in the movie theater. I'm sorry, I don't find this agreeable. I don't. Was, this is not was, a good thing. It was at an artsy theater too. Of course it was. I tried to go see it the night before at the Rockville Regal Cinemas in. Well, I just said Rockville. Um. But the seating choices were extremely limited. We could sit in the first row or nowhere. So, hmm. did you go with T Dog? Yeah. Did you sit on an aged brown leather couch and drink a local microbrew from the back <laughs> in your fucking sweater vest? <laughs> Almost. Did Did T Dog give you a fucking um a fucking man bun? <laughs> You're back there. You fucking Soho cuck. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. I was seeing a documentary, you fucking fuck! We did have traditional <laughs> traditional fare at the at the movie theater. Popcorn and well now hot dogs are apparently a traditional fare. So they have no, they've always had hot dogs, haven't they? When I was a kid, I don't remember there being hot dogs. Yeah, they've, they've always had hot dogs. Mm-hmm. Popcorns. I guess my parents hid that from me. Otherwise, I'd I been like, yeah, let me get a hot dog. I thought you were going to say pop dogs and a, a clonopin. <laughs> yep, pop dogs and a clonolopin, cl- cl- or whatever you said. Clonopin? Canolopin? Clonopin. Clonopin. There you go. Clonopin. Some yes. kind of something. Is that a. Is that a. Uh, is that like a. I believe it's an antidepressant. Oh, okay. I thought it was like a uh, party drug. I was going to say a quaalude. Not that. (laughs) Wait, what's the twist? What's the twist? I'm watching the trailer. What's the twist here? Me and Everett are never going to see this. Just spoil it. What's the twist? What a twist? No. um... It was directed by the mystery fourth quadruplet. (laughs) That'd be interesting. That'd be a twist there. Like, man, I thought you guys looked familiar. There's no, there's no real twist, I would say. It says twist filled. Keep will uh, you will keep your jaw off the. You keep picking your jaw up off the floor. Entertainment Weekly. Mm. Okay, well, what first a twist! We, first, we discover one of the brothers committed suicide. Okay. Like of you know, course. after after they'd been reunited and blah 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 and all that. Okay. Um, I thought I was unique and special. Nope. <laughs> no, but uh, <clears throat> and then they try to discover what's going on with this this study. The study was never published, right? They've been, you know, they were studied, and I mean, literally, like people would come to their house all the time when they were kids and test them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like they're gathering data when and they were kids and they discovered they were twins, or before they discovered. No, no, they didn't discover they were they were twins till they were nineteen. I'm talking when they were like three years old, they had dudes come to their house. Okay. And been like testing them. And they had just told the parents, yeah, we're just doing a study on, you know, children that have been adopted and blah, 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 and see how they're doing. They did it to all three. Yeah, and a bunch of other twins. Oh, weird. Yeah, okay. a bunch of other sets of twins. Okay. Um, That, of course, none of them knew that they were twins or, or whatever, you know? And so then they thought, oh, well, maybe because it turns out a lot of the twins, or in this case triplets, the parents had mental illnesses or history of depression or whatever, you know. And so they're like, was the experiment about that and putting them in different households and seeing how they are? But then they found one of the original researchers, like one of the guys, well, one of the guys who like worked for the original researcher. And he only worked there for like 10 months, but he would go to the houses and do the tests and everything. He said they were interested in the parents and the parenting style and its effect on each. The classic nature versus nurture debate. Exactly. Exactly. So were the kids adopted? Yeah, they're all adopted. Okay. Who breaks up twins? Is that a thing that happens or triplets? Yeah. Oh, it happens all the time. I mean, not all the time, but there have definitely been studies. Why do they do that? You, to me, that's like, to me, I hate breaking up a puppy, a family of puppies. 
Like, like I can't even imagine breaking up twins. Like you have a brother or sister out there who's like your identical or your or your fraternal twin. You know, that's huge. That's fucking huge. It is if you know about them. Yeah, if you don't know about them, it's still fucking huge. If you if you don't know about them, fine. But if you find out, obviously, I'm ta- I'm assuming you find out. Let's say you find out you're 30 years old or something. You know, mm-hmm. you're an only but child. That's huge. It's, it's pretty much the only way to do that kind of study. I mean, I don't care about the study. You telling me they but did this? It, it's important. Yeah, as far as we know, no one the, else, no one else has done this. That's the only study like this. That's absolutely not true. Find it. I will find you several references. Okay. Next week. And not, next not week right now. On a current affair. Yeah. But there's there's really no other way to study it, and it is actually an important debate in the world of psychology and behavioral studies. So. I mean, it's but it's a stupid debate. The answer I mean, is obvious. Both matter. the The answer is obvious. You're 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 you are a victim of both. True. It's like case solved. No more. No more of these. I mean, it's studies. a horrible study. It's a horrible study. It's horrible. Mm. I mean, so I think there's a okay. The three of us are only children, basically. As far as Evan, we know, Evan is a savage. Okay. Evan is a savage who doesn't care about that. I always wanted a sibling. I have two siblings now as an adult, but they're not related to me by blood except for my through my dad. They're half and they're I don't know them at all. So I guess to some extent I am like Evan, you know, but I also feel like if I had a twin out there, I would really want to be them to be part of my life. I don't know how Michael feels about that, but that's how I feel. So to me, it matters. But I can, I get, I get it. That doesn't matter. I don't. I'm not saying that the the, the research is not important, but I think that, uh, I mean, to me, it's an obvious answer. Like, if you fucking torture somebody, their most of their formative years, they're gonna be fucked up. You know what I mean? If you fucking, you know, if someone li- lives a charmed life and you give them everything they want, they're gonna be spoiled. Like these are obvious things. You know. Mm-hmm. So the study was never published. Because it's and, horrible. Right. I mean, Evan claims there are all kinds of studies where they study this. Maybe yep. there are. Um, but well, I don't think... He doesn't believe Evan. Well, <laughs> Evan is a psycho- psychologist, so he probably knows about it. Um, no, was but... granted the degree by our high school teacher, <laughs> Mr. Lieberton. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have one of those, too. Um <laughs> I took AP Psych. What's up? Yep. No, but um, I mean, all honestly, I'm sure there are studies that have studied this, but they didn't go to the same. They didn't go through the same fucked up way to do it. Which is, you know, oh, let's separate them on purpose at the beginning. You know, like oh, we have twins here. All right, this one's going to this family, and this one's going to that family. You know, that's crazy to knowingly do that. That's this is to me. It's like. This is like to me. It's like eugenics. I, right. I don't. I don't like it. It does that's not one sit of the, well with me. That's what one of the eugenics triplets said. He's like, this is like some idea. Nazi shit. That's what yeah, he said. Is, He's like, this is some Nazi shit. It in is theory, it's fantastic. And eugenics, right? In theory, it's fantastic. I'm pragmatic enough to know that, but in practice, it's horrible. Right. And the same thing with this. This is horrible. 
You know, in theory, it's okay. If you just live your life and whoever did this is just a fucking straight up straight scientist with no human feelings or emotions. It's fucking fucking uh, Commander Data did this. He's just like, beep, 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 boop. You know, he just did it. Maybe, and it's all good. Maybe they were able to compartmentalize and separate job from morals for the good of humanity. If the study was never published, the data was valueless. And this was all a waste of time. But we know about it now. <sighs> Because of a shitty video that this troll went to see with his movie pass. If it wasn't for movie pass, Michael never would have saw about and we never would have heard about this. It so would have once... fallen under the radar and we never would have known. The only people who would have seen it was art, art art house cucks who go to these things, who go to a fucking movie theater to see a documentary. You so, know you know how I heard about this? Yes. Matt? No, 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 no. Oh. Orion. No. No no, no. no person. Oh. Uh the chive. Yeah, right. It's called NPR, my friends. Of okay, course. Fuck out of here. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so here's here's my, my final question. I've become my mom. Go on. Yes. Um, which movie on the previous list of shitty Netflix movies would this replace? Or will this replace in about eight months? Say that again? No. Yes. Which movie on the shitty movies on Netflix list that we just talked about will this replace when it comes to Netflix? Such a fucking which, asshole. Which one gets bumped for this such piece a, of garbage? Such a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> such a fucking piece of shit. Oh, Jesus. I want to see uh, this pig Nazi one. That's all I want to see. Or whatever that is. Yoga or hosers? Mountie, or a Mountie or whatever that is. Yoga hosers. Is that what it is? Yeah, yoga hosers. Hmm. All right, they're in they're in another Kevin Smith movie, and then they turn he turned them into the yoga hosers. Oh, they play the right. same characters in another Kevin Smith movie. Yoga hosers, yeah. <laughs> All right, what's next? What's next? Let's get the realest silence. Let's go. One hundred over one hundred. Oh, I just put this in here. This really could have just gone in the extra section, but this is just a list of movies that have a one hundred percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I have heard of almost n- none of them. Good. Birth of a Nation. I've heard of that. It's supposed to be fucking terrifying. Uh, um, why? Okay. The original so Frankenstein. Most of, these, most of these should be disqualified if you look at the year they came out. Yeah. He's like, anything before 1998 didn't exist. Anything before 1970. I'll, I'll even give him that. This implies that something, something because it's old and it's from the dawn of film is good, and most of them aren't good. So if you start scrolling down, you'll see there's plenty from 2018, 2017. Okay. Let's get down to the... Okay, here we go. 20. Trapped. Indian Hindi, get out of here. OJ Made in America for the love of Spock. What is this American documentary about the actor Larry Nimoy? Tower. Okay. Yeah, there's a bunch of garbage on here. Chocolat. Mm. Chocolat. Whatever. What's the minimum amount of reviews to qualify for this? Because I see at number twenty, uh, at number twenty-five, I think, or maybe is that the number of reviews? Anyway, there's a um, a biopic or biopic of Bill Nye the Science Guy that is on this list. I don't think that deserves. Um, recognition necessarily. 
Well, you know what the problem is? So if if you said we're making a movie called Bill Nye the Science Guy and you made a movie of it, who would see it? Bill Nye the Science Bill. Guy fans. It's true. It's very if true. it's if it's only moderately well done, it's gonna get a hundred over a hundred easily. No problem. That's mm-hmm. why that's why this fucking The Birth of a Nation, it has only has thirty nine reviews. It but it has a hundred hundred over a hundred. You know, because most people aren't going to go back. Oh, I mean, Birth of a Nation is a good, bad example, actually. People people who are in film would go, probably go back to see it because it's like a staple film. But otherwise, it doesn't. And they, they would raise it 100 because their their uh, fine arts professor told them it was a classic and should be appreciated. Exactly. So they, they fall in line. Uh, I'm wondering where the Beekman's World biopic is, honestly. That was a fantastic uh, Jesus. show. <laughs> Lester the Rat. Howard the Duck. Classic. That was a good film. That's a documentary. Mm -hmm. James shits all over documentaries, but that... Happens in real time. That one was excellent. I wasn't... I'm not going to... I understand understand where he's coming from. (laughs) Now, a documentary... Howard the Duck? (laughs) A documentary series that I find fantastic and probably should be 100% on Rotten Tomatoes is Planet Earth. I love those. Yeah, they're great. Those are good. So it says uh, things that have exclusively positive reviews and have been reviewed by at least five critics have a 100% approval rating. Who asked for this list to be made? Nobody asks anymore. Things just fucking come into being by some asshole's design. (laughs) Some asshole, some dickhead is like, this needs to be a thing. And he made it. (laughs) I'm going to read you one here. California typewriter is a 2016 documentary film directed by Doug Nickel, documenting the history, usage, and repair of and future of typewriters in the United States. Get the fuck out of here. That is 100 over 100. With 37 reviews. Get the fuck out of here. This sounds like a great movie. Where's the download link? Okay, <laughs> Things to Come, 2016. This has 130 reviews. This one might be legit, because 130 people for it to be 100 over 100, that says something. These ones that are, like, below 50 are fucking sketchy at best. 163. Toy Story 2, 100 over 100? Are you out of your mind? (laughs) So, a number of these films, uh, there are many other and several, it says here that with dozens of positive reviews, which are considered surprising to some experts. As of June 2018, Paddington 2 is the best-reviewed film on the site. With an approval rating of 100% and 199 positive reviews. Come on. Paddington 2. <laughs> what I the fuck? Seen, I, I, you one. know, I swear to God, I better watch that and fucking cry. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm like, it's a masterpiece. <laughs> you cry and cream your pants, all the same thing. You can never look at a stuffed animal the same way again. So I'm wet <clears> at the top and the bottom. Yeah. Dude, it says small bear, big trouble. Get out of here. <laughs> so, um, uh, well, anyway, never mind. What is this, McQueen? Is this a Steve McQueen biopic? No. Okay. Oh, no. It's like, no, saw- it's, it's Owen Wilson as Lightning McQueen, live action. Jesus. No, Christ. I saw an ad for that. Wow. Yeah, I saw, <laughs> I saw an ad for that at, uh, at the theater. I saw a preview for McQueen, and I was like, who the fuck is this? Apparently some fashion designer. Oh, fuck that. Come on. How's that even up here? How does it have reviews already? 
It's like McQueen, McQueen, McQueen. I'm like, who the fuck is McQueen? Okay, so you know what? You know what? So here's what we, here's what you ask yourself: Where was McQueen viewed? Okay, where was it viewed? If it was viewed in some exclusive, like, like, um, what's that movie place? That place they show movies every year? Can the can? Let's say they showed it at the can because it's not out yet. He just saw a trailer for it. So how is it on this list already? Right. It's on this list because a bunch of fucking movie reviewers, guys who are trained to look for things in movies, reviewed this. I don't give a shit what movie reviewers say because you know what? Uh, to me, at the end of the day, I mean, I do care what movie reviewers say, but at the same time, I'm not looking at something because, like, oh, it's an artful masterpiece. Now, I will be honest. If colors, like, like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was probably the most colorful movie I ever saw, and it's beautiful. Like, it looks great. The composition's wonderful. The colors, contrast, we thought are great. It's nice, you know? Like, stuff like that is pleasing to the eye. Composition, whether a shot is continuous or not, is nice. You know, if the exposition is good or if it's slammed in your face, you know? I mean, that stuff matters to me. But for the most part, I won't listen to what reviewers have to say because, you know, they review stuff like stuff I would never watch. And they're like, this is it's great. You know, and this is like they they should have their own review site. You know, one for us and one for them. And you know, Rotten Tomatoes kind of comes to that, but still. Anywho, mm. all right, let's move on. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Let's move on. Okay, so next up, I have a masterwork. Okay, it's yeah. probably my. It's gonna be my yeah. anime of the year. Yeah, it's called Sells at Work. <laughs> And this is the most fun you will have watching anime. Um, so it's about it's about a ditzy red blood cell. <laughs> <laughs> her name is Erin. Er, well, I think they call her Erin, but she's A E three eighty uh, thirty eight oh three. But um, it's I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. It's Erin throw psych if if erythrocyte. Evan, go read this. You know math. <laughs> okay. Go, go read this. Anyway, characters. Her, her, her is the first character. She's always lost. She's always trying to deliver protein, uh, which they show as food baskets, or she's trying to deliver oxygen or CO2. You're trying to say uh, anthropomorphize? No. Read the fucking Wikipedia page. There's no I N am? in there. E-R-Y-T-H-R-O-C-Y-T. Anthrocyte. Oh, I don't know what you're... Oh, you're Anthropomorphize? Oh. What are you reading? You're reading erythrocyte? Anthrocyte? The word I said? Anthrocyte? That's how you pronounce it. It's, it's pronounced anthrocyte. I just was saying it wrong at first. Erythrocyte. Huh? Erythrocyte? E-R-Y-T-H-R-O-C-Y-T-E. Red blood cell. A-E-3803. Evan, say it. Say the word. Say it. I trust you. Erythrocyte. Erythrocyte, fine, fine, fine. I fine. mean, you pronounced it fine. You just replaced a couple of the yeah, letters. Yeah, I said anthracite, didn't I? Yeah, I was saying something different. Anyway, That's long why story. I thought you meant anthropomorphize. That's not what I. Which is okay. up here at the top of the article. Oh, okay. But All anyway, right, you fucking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so. She got a new job. She's delivering blood. I mean, delivering oxygen, carbon, 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 carbon dioxide, and protein. 
carbon monoxide. She's delivering carbon monoxide all over the body. Um, and so they basically have made the human body like a series of roads and pathways and tunnels and all this kind of stuff. And they anthropomorphize Ooh. all of the cells in the body. And it, honestly, it's amazing. Like there's um there's a scene where they are explaining they show that they have these little kids that run around and they're long t shirts and shorts and they are platelets. And they're like they're like so fucking cute and they're like heave ho heave ho and they're carrying like big boxes <laughs> and I'm just like oh kawaii Uh it's kawaii? Yeah, kawaii. Is yeah. it? Yeah, okay. it's super kawaii. Um, no, but super cute though. And so the platelets go, and they're like, and then the white blood cells are these guys in white combat uniforms, and they're they're all white basically, and they have two big ass knives. <laughs> and like in the first thing, the first episode, a nemunculus. Uh, nim- I can't even say this word. Not even gonna try. A germ comes in and it's attacking everybody and whatever. And the white blood cell runs up with knives and he cuts it to pieces and there's blood everywhere. And it's so <laughs> fucking ridiculously gory. And you're just like, what the hell? It's very shocking because the whole thing is very like, hey, happy go lucky and everything. Um, and then they have killer T cells and they wear all black uniforms and they're all crazy. And then <laughs> it just goes on from there. And um, the microphage, a type of white blood cell and um platelets, helper T-cells, they go through all, all the characters, all of them have characters, they all do things in the body, and it's really interesting. Um, if you don't know anything about the human body, and you're an idiot, like me, this is probably not a good way to learn about the human body, but it's still a lot of fun, because they explain, like, every single time they cover a name of a cell, they explain what it does. Like, they give you a little white blurb at the bottom, they explain, oh, this is what this does, and in medical terms, how it helps the body and what it's for. Um... And of course, all the attackers are real germs and diseases and everything like that. Like the, the second episode, they get a there's an abrasion, and when they get the abrasion, they go and you know there's a it's a massive hole in their world, and then germs come through, and the germs are like going and killing sprees and everything, and people are getting sucked out of the abrasion. It's pretty cool, man. It is a lot of fun, honestly. I have an idea for a new character in their next season. What, what is it? It's it's a the idea is they're a terrorist, and they want to. Uh, take over the city by putting it to sleep, basically, right? And the name, <laughs> yes, I heard that. And the name uh, of the leader is Melanie A. Tonin. It's read by it's led by a woman. And uh, it's, do you know what melatonin is? Yes. Okay. And that's the whole idea. So I was thinking of that while you were talking. I was like, <laughs> this this doesn't. Uh... <laughs> This doesn't. I, oh I don't, wait! They, by the way, I forgot to add this part. They would be called the sleeper cell. The sleeper cell. So this doesn't get so get so trolly with the names. Like no one's named. Like they just don't call. I don't think any of the characters have actual names. Like the like the erythrocyte. They don't call her Erin or Erin or something like that. Um, they just call each other red blood cell or white blood cell or. U one U eleven forty six or something like that, but it's I don't know. It's good, man. It's good. Okay. It's a lot of fun. Worth it's worth the time to watch. Uh, I know there's a manga out there. I have not seen it, but um, if you look at the the Wikipedia article, there's a picture of it. And if you're into anime, this is good. Or if you want something for your kids that you could they can watch, you know, this is a good way to learn very 
complex, have a very complex understanding of how the human body works. It's pretty good. Is it edutainment? Um, yeah, but not shitty. Yeah, like most edutainment is very shitty. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. Like VeggieTales. Yeah. No, 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 not vegetables. He's like vegetables is amazing, sir. <laughs> no vegetables. Um, okay, so next up is Magic Leap. So on the eleventh, Magic Leap did a. Uh, oh, sorry, Game Theory, and it's me, so I'm talking next. Um, <laughs> sorry, I jumped right in. So uh, Magic Leap. If you guys haven't heard about them, Magic Leap has for the last like five years. They've been receiving investment from this one and that one. So far, they're up to $2.3 billion of investment. Their, their C round of investment, which is the first round of investment, was the largest, one of the largest C rounds ever. Um, Google's on the board. Uh, Google, I think Google invested. Andre Pichai is on the board. Not Andre Pichai. But I don't know his first name, but he's the CEO of Google. He's on the board. Tons of Kuwaiti, like, fucking and Abu Dhabi like sheiks and shit are on the board like there's so much money invested in this company it's crazy okay but the money the company's been in like secret secret mode and when they first came out they showed like there's a video on the internet of like a bunch of kids sitting in a gymnasium and a whale like a photo realistic not 3D graphics a photo realistic whale jumping out of the ocean out of the floor and then landing in the on the on the floor in spl- a big splash of water, so it looks like it looks like the floor is water, and the the whale jumped out of it. It looks really cool, um, and they showed that around. And people were like, "Oh my god, it's amazing!" And of course, everyone said, "Look, no one in the crowd is wearing eyeglasses, but they've all clearly seen something." And I was like, "They didn't see anything. This is they're all actors, and this is not. There's no way this is real." Like there's no way you can project an image where a whole crowd of people can see in 360 degrees. It's just not it's not a thing that exists right now. Um, and they had another one where there, uh, there's a hand holding a little elephant in the hand, and they hold, lift it up, and you know you can see the elephant, and it's just not not a thing. So, but anyway, everybody was like, these guys are gonna kill them. Like these guys, Magic Leap is gonna kill freaking Meta. They're gonna kill um, Hololens. These guys are the the kings of mixed reality, you know. Matter of fact, the guy who makes the the CEO of Magic Magic Leap claims to be the one who coined the term mixed reality. Okay, so I'll be honest with you. When I first saw this, I was very skeptical, um, and I was kind of like, "This just seems like regular augmented reality." I don't know what's special about this, you know. And I think I know I know a f- the rough edges of the technology and how this works. So I'm not really amazed by it. Like I knew what Microsoft was doing with Hololens at the time, and I was like, Hololens is cool, you know. So bring us, you know, five years later, bring us to now, and Hololens is out. It's been it's out in the market. You can go buy one. Meta Meta Two is coming out. Meta One is already out. Meta Two is about to come out later this quarter, or later this year, or sometime. You know, people are making money with them. Uh, they people are designing apps for them. Then there's uh, Leap Motion that does hand tracking and uh, finger tracking and stuff, and you can open and close things, hold onto a box and rotate it around. You know, uh, in conjunction with a VR headset or an a- augmented reality headset. 
So, I mean, there's stuff out there. Like, people are doing this technology now, you know? There's a thing called, uh, I'm going to say this wrong, it's not called forced occlusion, but I think it is called forced occlusion, where you, like, take your hand. Like, you, if you have augmented reality headset on, you have an augmented reality headset on, and you see a sphere that's been painted or some object painted in the environment with your augmented reality headset, you take your hand and you cover half of it up, and that's that forced occlusion, whatever it's called. That's not the right term. But that's one of the things magical, not magically, but leap motion can do that. And a bunch of other ones can now do that where like you cover up half of the object and you can grab it and hold it and turn it, you know, even though it's not a real thing with your hands. So magic leap comes out of stealth mode on July 11th. Okay. And they have an hour long presentation. They've released their dev kit earlier this year and the dev kits now going out to people. They showed a picture of it. It's hideous. You're like a fucking bug. Um, <laughs> but they released their, they did an hour long presentation and in the presentation, they showed what's called magic kit and it's, that's their dev kit. And it was underwhelming. It was really horrible. And uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, I, I, I kind of thought that they had some magic special sauce there. You know, people said that, you would go, uh, a CEO would go to their offices down in Florida and stick their head in this special room they designed with a massive room sized machine. And then it would like project lasers into their eyes and they'd see, they would see, you know, they would see the thing. Like, you know, it's amazing. Do you and, see? And then they said, okay, this technology can't be reduced in size. We're going to shift gears to something else. So I guess they shifted gears to this. And it's so unimpressive and so underwhelming. So it's the you know? same as everything else? It's, to me, one it's step... kind of worse. It's one step below where uh, HoloLens was four years ago, two years ago. You know, HoloLens was showing, uh, I forgot what they called it, Robot Madness or something, a game where the robots would come out of the wall... <laughs> And then they would like come out of the wall and you shoot the robots and you throw stuff at the robots and stuff like that. And they were showing it on stage at their last at their last dev con uh, con or whatever they called it. OK, these guys showed something very similar. A really shitty little thing came out of the couch and it picked up a rock, threw it at you. No forced occlusion. So you put your hand in front of it and the thing came like, oh, so you can see it over your hand over your hand. It was really bad. Like the technology is just not there, and I just—it's very disappointing. Um, a lot of people. This is what you assholes were hiding. Yeah, and it's like this is not. And it's and 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 so here's the thing, right? So some people have said, "Oh, well, it's because it's in beta, and it's like still early days, and this is the dev kit, and they just want people to make stuff for it." So here's the thing. When you listen to the, and I challenge you, it's an hour long. You know, I watched about 20 minutes of it. I watched this video, okay? Um, but if you watch the video, these guys don't say anything about tech, the tech. They don't say anything. Basically, they talk about some, some vague high-level stuff about processes and how their business is set up, and it's very vague. They don't talk about the software. They don't talk about the hardware. They'll talk about what you should expect. They don't talk about any of that. It's just... To me, it's very fluff, and it shows me, I'm like, they haven't been doing anything. That's all I can produce. That's all I think when I see it. They haven't done anything, you know, and I, I, I don't know what's where it's going to leave them. I mean, it's a two hundred, a $2.3 billion debacle at this point, you know? 
I took a quick look at the video you pasted there, sort of skimmed through looking for demonstrations. And uh, it's like one step above an Instagram filter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hot dog, the dancing hot dog looks better. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. It's, it's amazing in the worst way possible. Yeah, super unimpressive. So I don't, I mean, the stuff they showed, they showed uh, Wired stuff uh, four years ago. And it was better than this. Yeah. So I don't I don't know what's happening there. I really don't know. But yeah, it's we're gonna see. I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, the only reason I bring this up is because it's a huge shot. If it, if magically fails, it will put a big hole in anyone's willingness to invest in augmented reality, mixed reality, and virtual reality for the uh, for the for the for the future. Because I'll be honest with you, our next computing system is going to be mixed reality if this goes correctly. Like, it, it just will. It'll, it'll be how we work. You won't have monitors anymore. So I just wonder if, I don't know. I wonder what's going to happen. If this fails, like, will the, will the investment dollars be there for the, for the real future of these technologies? Probably not for a while. Yeah. I mean, the big companies will still continuing, will still continue their development, but not... In, in like a revolutionary way, they're just going for sales. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, did you enjoy that little nap, Mike, while James and I were talking about VR stuff? Mm-hmm. You take a nap? I was Re- listening. Refreshed. I was listening. Okay. Just resting my eyes. Fucking guy. And, and your neck? You like got the little slow head droop going on in the snapback? You bastard. Just <laughs> <laughs> pulling a James. Ugh. All right. Well, why don't you tell us how you jo- you're joining the '90s? All right. So I put on here, blower joins the '90s, right? So what I mean by that, I finally hooked up and connected the. I'm going to say VR headset, although that's technically not the right term. Did it's you get called, a Virtual Boy? They call it a yeah. They call it a mixed reality headset. It's okay. not though. That's not even a good name for. I don't know why they call it that. You yeah. can't see out of it. It's no, it's a horrible name. I know. It is it is exactly a VR headset. It's, like, it's are not you mixed real? reality at all. Are you experiencing this virtual reality in your real life? Therefore, it's mixed reality. Yeah, it's right. so, so dumb. Go ahead. So I plugged it in to the computer. One plug goes into USB 3.0. Other plug goes into the HDMI port of my video card. I'm assuming all video cards have that these days. I don't know. but uh, At least one. Yeah. Yeah. DisplayPort is the dominant connection now. Oh, okay. So hooked all that up, and then uh, James also gave me a Bluetooth adapter to hook that up to the computer. And you need that for the controllers. And uh, got it all set up. Windows right away recognized. I was like, do I need to download something? But of course, you know, I forgot. We are living in the future now, so you plug shit in and it just works. Yeah, Windows 10 has all that. The creator's update has all that VR shit built into it. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, we detected you plugged in a mixed reality headset. Let's get started. And it takes you through this whole setup process, and it downloads a bunch of crap to your computer. And, you know, it asks you to set it up and get the controllers paired and all that stuff. And um, so I did all that. I was like, all right, cool. And it launched its own, like, uh, version of Steam. I don't know what you call it, but... It's own mixed reality thing, front end, and uh, 
Looks kind of like a house, but it's open. You know, like there, you can look outside and be like, "Oh, okay, look, there's the outside." Oh, you mean this the Mountain View house, the Steam Steam's Mountain House? It's not Steam though. It's no, no, but that's what you're saying. Windows. When you say like Steam. Yeah, I thought you meant the store when you said like Steam. Yeah, before. no, like, oh. like like the store. It's like a store. You click on something and then it takes you to the Windows Store, but in the virtual reality. And then you can like look at games or look at other VR apps and whatever. And you know you have to use the controllers, which is cool. Um, those seem to work well or well enough. Then I launch Steam, and Steam's like, "Oh, oh, we see you have a VR thing now. You want to download Steam VR?" Yes, I would. So went ahead and downloaded that, and I got this nifty little VR thing here. It's about time someone asked me that. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So, have I played a VR game with this? Not yet. Um, but I just hooked it up yesterday, so I should have some time after the show today. But it looks good. Everything seems working okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how's the audio work? Uh, just I need a I need a headset. I would switch it over to your headset. Your headset's wireless, like mine is, and like Evan's. So I switch all the audio over to the to to, to my headset for mine. To this I don't thing use I'm, the, I'm wearing right here. Yeah. Can I wear that over that whole thing? I guess yeah, so. yeah, you can. It should fit. Mine fits. I don't know. I mean, yours might not fit, but mine fits. I think that one. <laughs> no, I think that one will fit because it has it has the That's that one said. has the pop up thing. So you probably can't pop it up. You know, probably will like get get in the way of the the thing. You have a big ass head, so that I do. Yeah, dust helmet. <laughs> Lord helmet. Lord helmet. Yeah. All right, good enough. So, I'm glad you, glad you got it going. And, of course, my reference to the 90s is that, you know, the 90s is all about VR. And then it kind of vanished. Yeah. And yeah. now it's back. You know, we had the movie uh, The Lawnmower Man. We had... I've never seen that, by the way. I've seen parts of it, but it was so long ago, I don't remember it very well. Um, there's Virtuosity. Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> I just recently rewatched that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. That's one of my Sid, favorite movies. Sid six point seven. I was so hyped to see that movie when it came on. Mm-hmm. When it came out, I was so like, I remember being stoked to go to the theater to see that. Yeah, man. Denzel. Oh yeah. I didn't care about Denzel. It was all about the virtual stuff, man. Well, and yeah. Sid, I love the bad guy, dude. I love the bad guys. And Sid was a great bad guy. Is that Russell Crowe? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've seen that once. Oh, that's worth. That's definitely worth a repeat. Yeah, viewing. that's a good one. It's not horrible, but it's eight. It's eighties gold, or not eighties gold, nineties gold. <laughs> it's eighties gold presented in a nineties case. Yeah. No, uh, it's definitely it's definitely premium nineties film. There's also they had some VR stuff in Disclosure, the movie. Mm-hmm. For some reason, you know, it was based on the Michael Crichton book. Uh. And there was a TV show for a while that we've talked about before called VR5. God, that sounds familiar. Although, I don't... If I ever watched it, I maybe saw like one episode or something. I never I never watched it, I don't think. Yeah. I think the uh, first time I saw some part of it was when I, I think Michael sent a... I think Penn Gillette is in it. We talked about it. Penn yeah. Gillette? Yeah. Oh my what? god. Oh yeah, he's in it. 
Apparently, okay, never mind. I'll be like, apparently, still the show's still going on. Yeah, right. It's like series nineteen ninety five till question no mark. no end date. Yeah, but you scroll down, it's like it lasted a year and a half basically. <laughs> they don't even they, they no one's paying attention, so nobody even cared when it ended. True, they couldn't spare the extra characters on their uh, website. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Cool. Okay, so I guess the pressure is. Uh, on me to see if mine works and figure out how it works. And then we can do our, uh, virtual reality podcast. In, uh, what's the game again? Uh, VR chat, VR chat, right. Or like vanity world. No, no, no. Could I use Sansar? What? Um, yeah. Yeah. You can use Sansar. That works with the mixed reality headsets. Should, as far as I know, there's no, I never saw any limit for Sansar. No limit. What's that? It's a virtual reality version of Second Life, or by the people who made Second Life, but it's basically unpopulated, an unpopulated art project. Um, it, it has some cool stuff in there. I mean, it, it, it's it's beautiful. It looks beautiful. There's just nobody there. Hmm. Okay. Um, what's going to say? Oh, my God. Um... VR, VR5, Pendulette. No. Mixed uh, reality. No, there's VR another, failures. There's a, the guy who made the guy who made uh Second Life is making a new thing. Uh something Rosdale, Rosedale. He's making a new one that I just heard about on VR the VR show that I watch. Um I can't think of the name of it, but it's supposed to be this is supposed to be more Second Life esque. You know the VR the the avatars are floating heads though, but it's like there's a central hub and there's something called the Oasis Teleport Manager, which is just a total rip, and I'll have Ready Player One and you go there to the Oasis Manager and it moves you from server to server, and each server is a different world, so it allows you to go into different worlds, different games, all kinds of stuff, and it's fully socialized and fully like one server sort of deal. So everything is a server, and if you're there, you're there. You know what I mean? So it's more like Second Life. And in, and in this one, it's like, I'm, well, you guys don't know, but in VR chat, obviously, you don't have an inventory. You can't take things with you. In this thing, you have an inventory. You can take things with you. Whatever you're carrying or wearing goes with you to the next place. So um, you can build houses and have storefronts and all this kind of stuff. It's, it's basically, it is truly Second Life, but VR. And it looks pretty interesting. So far, but it's in beta right now. I don't know the name of it. I have to find out. High Fidelity. That might be it. No, High Fidelity is one of the people there. No, it's High Fidelity. Like, um, no, Mike, I think you're wrong. I think I know what I'm talking about. It's like, I think I know what I'm talking about, James. There, such you guys link. Okay. Highfidelity.com. Be anywhere with anyone right now. Real-time social VR is here. We're looking forward to meeting you in VR. Join us. Download. Huh. Yeah, it's in beta now. Yeah, it looks exactly like Second Life. And you know what's funny? Sansar looks exactly like Second Life. (laughs) I actually have a Sansar account. All right. Well, good things to come. The thing I'm talking about is called Somium Space. I don't know what you're talking about. 
I don't know what you're talking about because this is by Philip Rosedale. This is his company. High Fidelity. Hmm. World Beyond Reality. A uh, new world shaped by players. Download beta client. Oasis member, blah, blah. This looks like a slightly better looking Second Life. How do you uh, spell yours, James? Somnium space. Somnium, yeah. S-O-M-N-I-U-M space. I'm scrolling on the bottom to see who has made this. Mechanics. So it has a nice, I guess, kind of building interface, almost like uh, Sims or CAD. At least that's what it looks like. So you can build your own house. Avatar customization, server status. Have you tried to play this, James? No. Oh my god. This is a creepy feature. Live forever. Optional personal recording mode for your actions on your own property for your future for future AI analysis to bring your avatar to life. What the fuck? That sounds like Someone that's, wrote that to try and sound smart. That's but, a lit. It, it, sorry, that's a feature from a lit RPG book that I read, where when you're not logged in, your AI AI has analyzed your movements and it's trying to. It, you have a slider where you can emulate the amount of stuff you can say the amount of stuff the AI will do, and but basically the AI just wanders around answering, saying hello to people, and buying things you tell it to buy or whatever, like running errands. Hmm. I think that'll be mostly useless information. It would be terrifying. And creepy as fuck. I mean, now I'll be honest with you. I log into Second Life, and I think about the stuff I used to do and the places I used to hang out, and I actually go to the places in my bookmarks where I used to hang out to see what's still there. You know, sometimes to mourn the loss of what once was because there was an awesome place that we used to hang out or the people I used to hang out with. So it'd be cool if some part of me is like, it'd be cool if fucking so-and-so was still in the game and I could still go and say what's up to her, you know. But then again, I'm like, that'd be so weird. Like, if I wanted to talk to her, I'd rather just talk to her rather than, like, go see a shadow of her in the game. Which is the only thing, reason I can think they'd make something like this. Like, this is not made for the person. It's made for their friends. You know, because I guess they're, I guess they're trying to future-proof themselves. They're trying to assume that people will die. You know? Yeah. They're I assuming don't people will die. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good assumption. In the game. No, I mean in real life. They can't play the game anymore. Or they just give up or stop playing. You know? Oh, well, okay. And I'm sure I'm sure Second Life is seeing a massive, a slow drop off over time, as well. But it's still still live and kicking. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, report back when you have uh, solid findings. Mm-hmm. So I see the Somnium, but I, I guess this one is not by Philip Rosedale. This is this is. I just this is the one I just saw on the thing. 
I mean, it doesn't say Linden Lab anywhere. It doesn't say anything. It doesn't. It doesn't, I know. I mean, the other one doesn't either. High Fidelity is a brand new company, so. Okay. Anyway. I'll move on to the Yum update, which is actually seems to be quite populated, which is a rarity these days. Uh, I've got the first link. It is to a YouTube video. Full disclosure, I have not watched this video. Um, It popped up on my feed last night or this morning, I'll just say. Um, But Dr. Eric Berg and Dr. Jason Fung are two very well-known experts in the fields or uh, subject of uh, ketosis, intermittent fasting, weight loss. Both their, you know, any writing or video you watch with them in it is going to be very informative, a good, you know, good watch, a good read. So this is an interview of Jason Fung by Eric Berg. Um, It's 42 minutes long. I'm sure it's well worth the watch. I will be watching it, but I figured I'd put it in here for anyone interested. Nice. Thank you. It does look interesting. So it looks like we have a follow-up survey by a popular listener request. Is that am I correct? That is correct. Thank you for uh, introducing that, Cotton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but back by popular demand, the creatively named food survey is mm-hmm. now live and available for anyone to take. Um. Looks fantastic, by the way. Thank you. Right, right. Uh, I wasn't sure exactly what to put on here, but uh, hopefully, I covered most of the most of the bases here. I added three questions at the end, just just for fun, so we can get some discussion started on uh, the old the age old question: Is a hot dog a sandwich? Right. And I'm, and, I'm, and such. I'm sure. So okay, I won't get too much into it. <laughs> but I will say my piece that if a food product that is contained within bread, uh, if it is designed for the bread to be sliced through, it is a sandwich. If it is designed to be stuffed into bread that is sealed or closed at one side, yeah, I don't think it's a sandwich. You can say there, slice through. Right. There's exceptions to both. So a hot dog is a wrap. See, I think a wrap has to fully encompass the contents at least once. One revolution. So a hot dog is a taco. If you want to equate it to that, yes. Or is it it's taco? more similar to a taco than a sandwich. Is a taco a hot dog? No. It's a taco a sandwich. Mmm... No. Because yeah, fuck, it, fuck is not, it is not designed <laughs> to be fully... It is not designed to be severed. Is this where this world, where this podcast is right now? Right now, yes. Oh, by the way, when I was trying to think of that basic bitch shit last week, yeah. um, I the phrase I was trying to think of was be present. Ah. This is... This is our being present, James. This is where we are. <laughs> Live so anyways, in the moment, that's, James. Yeah, this is my quick thought. So I will a hamburger take the sandwich? I'm going to take it to you. 
I would <laughs> I would bundle it in with the sandwich, even though there's variations on the bread and the bun and everything. That's you know, it's this could be an endless debate. So I I was talking to someone about this, and they said a hamburger is definitely not a sandwich because That's... if you look at any menu in a restaurant, there's a section for sandwiches and then a mm-hmm. separate section for burgers. They're never That's we're mixed Americans. in together. They're the same thing. A burger is definitely a sandwich. 100%. 100%. Hmm. How can it not be a sandwich? Just cause we, it's just a name, but it's bread, meat, condiments, bread. It's a sandwich. I feel like a sandwich. What kind of sandwich do you want? Oh, I want a cheeseburger. Mm. Could That's... you have the qualifier that to be a sandwich, it has to be sliced meat? No, because basically you're just saying you're trying to quantify a turn of phrase and saying that's the reason why something is a burger or a sandwich. That's true. Uh, it's just a, it's literally the same thing. But because people because we in America calling it a burger, if they called it a fucking flouncy somewhere, we'd be saying, no, it's a flouncy, not a sandwich. Like, what the fuck? It's a sandwich. Of course, it's a sandwich. Hmm. This might be parallel to what I was, uh, Mike and I were talking about. Uh, I think it was off the podcast at some point last week. The differentiation between the name of an animal and the name of the food that comes from that animal, like a cow and beef. Mm-hmm. So the cow is the animal. So, I mean, what James was saying, it's just like a turn of phrase, you know, it is meat sandwiched between two pieces of bread. So a hamburger is a sandwich, but if you're saying a burger, you're referring to the patty. Yeah. So maybe it's something like that. Yeah, a burger is a patty, not an entire sandwich. We're just lazy. Well, so, if you said, I'll have a hamburger, and they gave you a hamburger patty, and that was it. You'd they'd be, like, be in the right, the and you'd be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, okay, whatever. <laughs> All right, James, I'll remember that. It's the truth. Shut the hell up! Your logic just 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 went out the fucking window. That's the truth. I can get behind this though, James. That's spiteful logic. Yeah, I, exactly. I can get behind oh, yeah. logic. Oh, I get it. But... <laughs> it's not true though. <laughs> nice try, but no. Technically so, correct is the best kind of correct, as we all know. Yeah. Right. So. Should we go over this now, or we'll 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 go over it next week after we have we'll, some we'll results? We'll go over it when we have some results. Okay, cool. So we'll post this on the website. Um, it's in the show notes right now, but we'll post it on the website. Yep. So people can take it, and I'll I I think I'll probably post it everywhere. You know, tweet, advertise, Facebook, whatnot, mm-hmm. all that. You know. So yeah, we'll do that. All right. So be on the lookout for that. Excellent. So, Mike, is the next article here yours? Article I think it is. I think it is. Uh, having to do with something that's not a sandwich. Uh-huh. So IHOP is changing its name back to IHOP. It's Was all... it ever officially changed? No, it's bullshit. Okay. It's, uh, it says here in the article, uh, the Pancake House chain reverted to its long-standing name, after a temporary switch to IHOB last month, with the B standing for burgers, by flipping the P to a B, the restaurant generated some buzz to promote a new lineup of beef patties. It's like now using real meat. Mm-hmm. Reverting to the original name is aimed to draw diners back to its core breakfast business. 
in particular, a 60-cent pancake promotion on July 17th to celebrate IHOP's 60th birthday. That's Tuesday. Now, I could be reading this wrong, but in the, uh, the I'll say the footnote of that advertisement, said mm-hmm. price, and partition, price and participation varies. Fair enough. That happens often. Uh, Dine-in only. Limit one per person. So are they saying you one can have cake? a singular 60-cent pancake? <laughs> I'm assuming it's a, a, a... It says pancakes, right? So I'm assuming it's a, a short stack of pancakes, as they would call it, mm-hmm. for 60 cents. I'm assuming. Okay. Oh, yeah. It says right here. We're giving away 60-cent short stacks on July 17th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Hmm. Can you have order... 60th birthday. So I guess if you order a short stack, that's three pancakes, and a regular order has four pancakes? I don't even know. Plus whatever fancy bullshit topping you put on there? Does it come with toppings? Well, see, I don't even know. This this offer surely does not. But, you know, they have some, some fancier offerings on their menu. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Hmm. All right, we'll go carb up. <laughs> yeah. Carb load. Yeah, I mean, we're all natural, high-performance athletes here. So uh, we need to maintain our excellent nutrition for show day. What better place to do that than IHOP? Mm-hmm. Well, it's good news for anyone who goes there. I like IHOP, a little bit of nostalgia. Um, but it's... The one thing that... I get there, well, it's like two things. I'll get like a bacon cheeseburger and fries, or I'll get their steak tips and uh, uh, eggs, usually. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Yeah. It's one of the pricier things on their menu. I think it's like 13 bucks. Not like that's terrible or anything. The beef is always super tender, nice and salty, really flavorful. They got the sautéed onions in there. They got your choice of eggs, or I think it comes with like home fries or something. Um, there's an alternate choice other than eggs, but I always get it with eggs. Uh, it's got some sauteed mushrooms in there. Super delicious. Guaranteed to give you diarrhea within the hour, but I, I like to order it. <laughs> so the last couple times I've been there, I got the cheeseburger omelet. Going out on a limb there, Mike. Very thin limb. That's pretty damn good. I don't know if uh, that limb can support you and your argument. <laughs> I was with you the one time I got it. You <sighs> and you. Uh, maybe I was feeling extra generous to not call you out on it that night or something. You know, I, I don't recall. Could be. Could be. You are known for your your allowances. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, very gracious of you, sir. It is yep. the way I rule. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, that's it about IHOP. Okay. They're back. So, we're back. We never left, but we're back. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good good story. Um, Moving on to the extra section. I don't have anything extra that I would like to talk about this week. Nothing. This is where I would usually put just, like, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily groundbreaking or news. Uh, but, Mike, you got some things in here. What do you have? So this lady 
the first article I have here, this lady, she, like, went grocery shopping, got got back in her car, which is a rental, drove off, and kept it an additional two weeks, then went back to the dealer, or went back to the car rental agency and returned it, and they're like, this isn't the car we, we, we rented you. <laughs> So she took, she got like basically got back in a random ass car. At the grocery store? Uh huh. Well, how'd she do that? So it uh, basically, so the car has the, the key fob things and it just right. push start, you know? And so whoever it was, they left the key fob thing in the car. Idiot. Jamie. <laughs> she stole Jamie's car. <laughs> and so, let's see. Uh, she rented a black Nissan Sentra, but hopped into the unlocked, ready-to-start Infinity. After shopping at the local store, she drove away, leaving the Nissan behind, and going about her life with her rental car <laughs> for the next two weeks. <laughs> Sounds like a great. Well, the police asleep at the wheel. They didn't. They weren't like, oh, where's, no one was like, where's my car? This is upon return to the company. She complained about the vehicle's unkept interior, including the golf clubs inside. Oh my god! The slightly confused manager looked at the Infinity keys and informed her it wasn't the black car she had rented. They retraced her path back to the Walmart where the Sentra was found in the spot. Where the woman had parked it. That's great. <laughs> they contacted the police, which confirmed that the Infinity was listed as stolen. <laughs> Jeez. Dude, that's amazing. She just like, do ka Idiot. And the car drive away. Ah, it's a complete moms. wrong car. They don't even look the same, do they? They can't look that much the same. I mean, there's. Oh, those are both black sedans or something, you know? I mean, Infinities and Sentras, they're both Nissans, basically. So it's yeah. probably a unibody. So it's probably pretty close. I mean. I mean, it doesn't. They don't list exactly what kind of Infinity it is. So I we can't know for sure. This is in the UK somewhere. It says Cornwall Police. Mm-hmm. So. Um, oh, yeah, that's hilarious. I just thought it was hilarious. I wonder what, <laughs> how many, like, what kind of shambles this lady's life is in otherwise. Like, if you can fuck up the car you have, what are you, what else are you missing? Yeah, I have no idea. It's just, it's just freaking hilarious. Okay. What else we got? This is great. This next one's great. Is this a oh. real website or just some fake shit? Is this fake news? No, so this is... <laughs> no, it's not fake news. This is some some study or whatever. Dumb, you know, you know, like, they're like, there's, you know, like, companies that gather data. Like, oh, you know, yeah. they, they know what people, you know, they're like, oh, we see that you buy Colgate toothpaste and you buy this and you do that and you, you always go to the gas station on Monday and whatever, you know, all that kind of shit, right? So they've compiled all this data here in this in this little article. They kind of have like just a little excerpt of some of this stuff, and it says the best uh, these things that predict a person is a liberal. Read the title, Michael. Oh, 
I'm sorry, not eating Arby's is a strong indicator you're a liberal. I have to admit that's true. Not eating Arby's is a strong indicator you're a liberal. Hmm. Makes sense. Too much meat. So I'm a Republican, apparently, or a conservative. Whatever no, you but call you it. like meat. You're just a meat eater. But I think I can see liberals <laughs> being like, oh, it's too, it's too much meat. It's too dense. Where's the greens? Where, where are the leafy greens? There's no quinoa on this burger. Why is there a fried egg on this? Yeah. And the next thing is, if you own a dog, a flashlight, and, and glass bakeware, you are almost certainly white. I'll agree with that. <laughs> I don't own a dog. I do own a few flashlights, and I do have some glass bakeware. Well, you are well, almost certainly what? Welcome to the club. <laughs> Where's the piano reference here, though? That's an obvious gimme. That is true. Actually, you don't even you're right. need, you don't even need three points of reference for that. It's like you own a piano. You are white. One hundred percent guaranteed chance you are white. <laughs> yeah. So it says our consumer habits, as media, as well as media consumption, social attitudes, and blah blah blah, whatever. So uh, two economists. Able to create an algorithm that can predict an individual's demographic details if given information on what they buy, watch, think, and do. Things that best predict a person is a liberal. Consumer behaviors. Not owning a fishing rod. 56%. <laughs> not own fishing lures or hooks. Well, it's kind of the same thing. 56%. Not own a fishing reel. Same thing. If you own any vehicle... you're a liberal. Don't use frozen bread or dough. The 56% chance you're a liberal. If you drink any alcoholic beverage, 56% chance you're a liberal. Bought a novel. Hmm. It's like 86% chance you're a liberal. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't use ranch salad dressing. 100% 100% chance you're a liberal. <laughs> I figured that would be like 56% chance you're not white. <laughs> Brands. Didn't buy at Arby's. Didn't use Jif, peanut butter. Didn't buy at Applebee's. Hmm. Not own a Chevrolet. <laughs> Liberals don't own Chevys. Uh, didn't buy at Sonic, 54%. Read the very last one they call them, please. Didn't use Cool Whip. <laughs> 54%, that's funny. Yeah. And white people are really into pets, apparently. Oh, yeah. We like to feel needed. And we will pay dearly to purchase something that needs us so we can feel validated. Also... Some cats are pretty cool. Also, some cats are pretty cool. Hear that, James? Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Mm, yeah, some cats. Some cats. Some cats. All right. Okay. All right, next up, Evan, this is for you for and me? anyone else that might find this interesting. So researchers made a neural network out of DNA, and it can recognize handwritten numbers. Does it use uh, biomimetic gel packs? <laughs> what is that from? 
Star Trek Voyager. So Voyager. There we go. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes, it's the same stuff the T one thousands made out of. <laughs> <laughs> a polymimetic alloy. <laughs> oh boy. I that's, that's kinda cool. Knives, stabbing weapons. Yeah. <laughs> now, this was at Caltech. So, yeah, not much to say about it. So AI is here. DNA. We're fucked. You know. I'll have yep. to read it. I, I want to know what they mean by the title. Uh, or if it's just bullshit and they actually explain something, you know, reasonable in the article. I'll go through this. Mm-hmm. Thank you. No problem. What do we got here, James? Uh, it's a video, so... So, uh, I really want you guys to watch this, but you can just wait till the show's over to watch it. But, uh, and anyone listening, go to the show notes and watch it. Uh, basically, this guy is going before the Kansas, uh, somewhere in Kansas. I'm going to say Kansas City, but I don't know where it is. It could be Wapika, I have no idea. But he's going before the, t- the, count, the city council, and he's trying to argue that that genital massages should be legalized <laughs> and why what genital massages so a happy ending um and oh. it's amazing it is absolutely amazing i support that argument without hearing any of his justification by oh the way. it's not that his justifications are good i mean they are good but the uh, so basically, his justification is: if you're an adult in there getting a massage and you want to get a hand job, you should be able to get one. If if you're an adult and you're an adult, cool. Then let's have a hand. Let's let's have. You're paying. Let's do it. You know, um, that's his. That's his thing. So I went back and watched the entire, not the entire, but I watched the. I jumped and sped through a full four hours of this county council meeting, and this guy stands up like five separate times to talk about stuff. So he's either a lunatic or whatever, an impassioned voter. I don't know what, but um, this he cares it, about his local government. Yeah, this this particular thing is hilarious. It's funny. He even slips the word "ass" in there, hand job, and he says an- "anal" like five times. So it's totally worth your time to watch it. It's just funny, and he's so awkward doing it. Like he's staring down, and he's like, he's like, yeah. Uh, ass you know it's like <laughs> he's like right on the microphone but it's 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 good to watch it's worth watching so yeah that's it that's all i had i have a hard time believing that his uh presentation does not stem from you know personal wants oh yeah no without but, a doubt uh yeah he's he's uh working for the greater good yeah he is he's doing god's he's work he's one of the good people. guys yeah he's one of the good guys you're right absolutely all right. Well, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I think that's a good way to finish. So uh, let's <laughs> head out of here. <laughs> My. Uh, I just thought of that one. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, thank oh. you for joining us. Once it, what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? So yeah, Michael is right. High fidelity and somnium space are two different things. The. Uh, the thing in the middle that I said was the uh, Osiris. What did I say? Osiris. Uh, 
I don't know. It's the thing that moves you from server to server. That thing connects to high fidelity. So you can be in their game and go into high fidelity from their game or into another game. So hmm. this this Somnium Space functions as a centerpiece to all these other games, including high fidelity. High fidelity has a direct link with it. So you can jump between servers. That's what so it is. The Somnium Space is like design and the other and high fidelity is like implementation. Social. Yeah. Basically. Go use what you built. Uh no. Oh. No, no, no. I, I don't know how it's gonna work exactly if you can use the same things in the same places or what, but I well, know I mean that, at least your character. You build yeah. your character, you can transfer them so. around. I believe so, but I'm not hundred percent sure about that, but I believe so. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you for the clarification. No problem. And thank all of you listeners out there for staying with us. Uh, as always, you can check us out at our website, iopanelpodcast.com. If you'd like to get in touch with one or all three of us, you can email any feedback to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Um, if you're on our website, you can check out our uh, social media links, ways to listen to the podcast, iTunes, Google Play, ways to support the podcast via Patreon and Amazon affiliate links. Choose what you will. Support however you feel like it. You know, we don't ask for anything, but if you feel like giving, that's excellent. We appreciate your time, and we'll talk to you next week. She'll feel fucking